up, everybody? Welcome to the Millennial Hour. We are Candace and Jay, two millennials just out here trying to make it. Here on the Millennial Hour, we'll be talking about life, love, pop culture, current events, and everything in between. You'll get our honest opinion and thoughts on various subjects, and we hope you enjoy. With that, how you been the last two weeks, friend? I've been doing good. Let's see what happened these last two weeks. Work With working outside in the field... You just, time goes by fast. Bruh. I blink and it's lunch and I blink again, it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. And when I get home, I feel like I black out. Cause like, what do I do when I get home? Cause at the end of the week, my house is a mess. And I'm like, what did I do all week? <laughs> Especially cause you have been home so much. So like you were able to keep your house nice and tidy and everything cause mm-hmm. you was there by yourself oftentimes. So now, yeah, y'all both in and out all day. But we also had very busy weekends the last two weeks because mm. uh, two weeks ago was Easter. Sure. East, wasn't it? Was that two weeks yeah. ago? Or was that, that was last, last week. week. Yeah, last, was last Sunday week. was Easter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So last Sunday was Easter, Resurrection Day. Um, and uh, my husband and I hosted. We cooked. So we had to plan for that. Mm-hmm. But the day before that, we went to a friend's wedding reception. So we had to plan for that. And then this week, it was insane because it's my aunt's 72nd birthday. So we were planning for that. So, yeah, my days have just been running into each mm-hmm. other. Um, but it's been fun. So I got all dolled up. Got my hair done. Got my eyebrows done. Nails be done. So. Yeah, everything done. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you look good, friend. Thank, thank you, you friend. Look good. I'm trying to keep up with you because last time I was here, you out here flexing. <laughs> You know, doing, getting ready for hot boy summer and, you know. Absolutely. So, so I want to have a hot wife summer, okay? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. You can be a wife and still be fly. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. So that's what I did. So what's going on with you, Jerry? Child, like you just, remember how you said everything run together and just black out? <laughs> I feel like that's been me oftentimes recently because I'm doing so many things. Like we have a podcast. I have my YouTube channel. I'm streaming. I'm working out. On the weekends, like, you know, I'm typically doing something. So, like, everything just runs together. Mm-hmm. So, in the last two weeks, this week, uh, <laughs> I like how they started off. In the last two weeks, sat there and was like, uh, okay, well, this week. <laughs> yep, yep. Not even this week, this weekend. Oh, well, you know week. what? I can go up to Wednesday. Wednesday. I got my hair dyed. The back of my hair is now purple. It yes. looks like the back, but four or five rows is now purple. It's a little peekaboo in the back. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more vibrant in the sun. Mm-hmm. But like you can still kind of see it. Um, that's nice. It's definitely a nice little change up. Like she said, I'm getting ready for hot boy summer. We about to be out here in this thing. <laughs> and my friends are terrible because I've been getting home pretty recently. Recently, everybody's like, oh, hot boy summer. Are you started? What you out there doing? I'm like, bruh, I was actually busy doing something. Uh-huh. Every time. It's like yesterday I texted you. He was like apologizing to me and said, oh, I'm sorry. It's been a busy day. Friend, it's Saturday. What you doing? <laughs> you, you mean you're not at home in your pajamas? Man, I was out. I was, was out. Yes. Like outside, I went to the 626 Night Market Mini. Um, there's a bigger one in Arcadia. They've been having this mini one like every two weeks in Santa Monica, which is really fun. Did that with um, two other friends. Uh, went got nose piercings yesterday. Right. Y'all which, see this? Y'all see this? You right. See face. <laughs> right in there. But this is so, tell me why I tried to get a septum piercing in the middle of allergy season. And I'm somebody 
that deals with allergies. Brandon think this through at all. It's going to take forever to heal <laughs> because, oh my God, like this morning I texted my old coworker, Melissa, and I was like, hey, how long did it take your nose piercing to heal? And she was like, it was pretty fast, like four to six months. Mm -hmm. um, and she said the first week is really the worst. And after that, it's not that bad. And the reason it typically takes four to six months because it's right there. So any little thing you do, you hit it and it's like, oh shit. But, um. On scale of 10, how do you feel? Are you feeling pain? Honestly, I don't feel it. You don't feel like, it? if I do... Because, so, you know, I'm a weirdo. So, if I'm doing weird stuff, like, with my lips or if I'm, like, wiggling my nose, I feel it. But other than that, I don't really feel it. Because, like, even when she pierced it, it was just like a... Like, she put the clamp down. And she's like, okay, this is just the clamp. Like, you know, just... You're fine. And then she was like, okay, one, two, big deep breath. And then it just went straight through. Mm. But I was like, I've had my nose pierced before. Because, like, mm -hmm. I have my actual nostril piercing on the right side. I had that done twice. Because mm. I had it done, I think I got it when I was like, what, 20? And then I started working at um, Universal and had to take it out. Facts. And I tried to do the, um, like, the clear one, like, to keep it open, like the spacer. And it just was not working. I tried two different ones and it just was not working out for me. So I was like, fuck it. I let it close. And then when I was working at Big Five, I also couldn't get it re-pierced because they had a thing with piercings. And so when I was working at Home Depot, I finally went and got it re-pierced. And at that point, all the scar tissue was in there. So they had to push that scar tissue out. So that hurt a bit more. But, like, I've got tattoos I got pierced in. So, like, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. and so it was throbbing a little bit after she did it. Um, but overall, I honestly forgot about it. Yeah, because you got pierced before you went to 626? No. Oh, it was after. after. I was about to yeah. say, like, you get it pierced and you're going to have the whole day to have to... Festive, you know, yeah. festival activities. But then also, I was like, it'll probably heal pretty quickly because we're. I'm still wearing a mask. I don't know about everybody else. I'm still wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's not a lot of bacteria getting in there. Mm. And I was like, I am wearing a mask. It's going to be kind of warm in there. <laughs> My breath. But, you know, we'll see. Because I don't wear it that often anyway. Like, only when I'm really out and about and mm -hmm. when I'm at work. So, it's not an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it'll heal pretty nicely, honestly. Because Jay has the most wonderful opportunity to work from home still. Haha. -ha. And because, like, even when we move to our new building soon, they said we're still going to be working from home, like, basically full time. So stupid to me. Like, but the thing is, the new building was already set before covid Mm -hmm. Like, so I don't know why they didn't just be like, yeah, let's just give it up. And that's so dumb to me because I work for the homeless authority. And it's like all these buildings are like vacant or half of them mm -hmm. are vacant. And they can be given to the homeless. Right. Because a lot of people work from home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just allow people to work from home or have the choice or whatever. Yeah. What have you. And give all these vacant things to people who need it. Well, I know for me specifically because I work in retirement, like... Sometimes people actually do have to come in, like, you know, members have to come in and, like, speak to people face-to-face. -face. At that point, rent a space. That part. Because um, in a disaster, they would have, like, bungalows, basically, like, in different designated areas, like, where we would, because, you know, I'm a sworn, so if we have a disaster, I have to actually, <laughs> which... You know, you're the, <laughs> the safety monitor. Okay, like, you know, it's kind of like that because so, I work for the city. Mm -hmm. Like, they have you do this thing and take this oath that, like, if something happens, you know, and you're able, you have to go, like, you have to basically work. So, if it's handing out water, if it's, you know, medical kit, stuff like that, we have to do something, mm -hmm. like, at these different designated places. So, the thing is, we have these designated spots and they're all over the city of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. 
why can't we just work from these like remote designated areas? Like if we need to have a member come, like whatever's closest to them versus them coming all the way to downtown right. LA. And then when we move, we're going to be in Koreatown. So it's like, why have them come all the way out there? Right. When we can just have these little remote right. spots, satellite yeah. spots, basically. In case cities in the counties, like, <laughs> listen yes. to us. Like, yeah. Come on now. Hello. But yeah, that's basically been my time. Honestly, I've been pretty chill. Like, you know, the last thing was my teeth. Um, I'm getting bite, the Invisaligners. Yes. I bought them. So I did the impression kits, sent those back in. They came back and was like, you're a good candidate. Um, they're going to, you know, straighten out my teeth a bit, fix my overbite. Not tremendously fix overbite, but fix it a bit. Because um, it's 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 bad. Like, to fix it fully, I would actually need braces. And with the tightening and the, the thing, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not about to see an adult with glasses and braces. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. So we're going to do the bite. I've already paid for them. They are on their way. And that's basically been my two weeks. Been pretty chill, honestly. Okay. Still, you know, healing from the breakup. But overall, we just, we chilling. We coasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Preparing for new things, new experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Open. Yeah. I love it. I'm here for it. And so with that, do you have anything else about your two weeks? Um, did I mention we got a new car? Yeah, well, last episode, you did say it was on the way. And so now we got it. It yes. arrived with Oregon Plates. And I think we're going to keep them. Because I think you can keep Oregon plants in California. That's what I heard. That's what I was told. I think we're going to keep it because it's different. I don't know. It's not. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. I don't when know. you register it with the DMV, I'm pretty sure they're going to give you California plates. This I'm, is what I was told. I'm almost positive. I, this is what I was told, okay? Because, like... Typically, when people have old plates, because you know it was like New York plates or whatever, they live in California. It's because they you know they register the car somewhere else, mm-hmm. and then typically when you pay your registration, you're paying it online. You don't really go in, so like they can keep their plates and still like be in LA. Mm-hmm. But because you guys, it's a brand new car and you're registering it here in California, I'm pretty sure you guys don't have to get California it's not plates. A brand new car. Well, it's new to you. Does. Yeah. What year is it? 2017. Mm, you all know. Yep. <laughs> it's a car. It's hybrid. Those are the checks that we want to. Right. Car, hybrid. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Well, SUV hybrid. Yeah. 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 So we got that. We're happy. It looks nice. It rides nice. Excited to, you know, for summer, be in a SUV. Because that buttercream interior. Buttercream. Cinnamon. Semantics. (laughs) Buttercream is different. It's like beiges. This is like orangey. It's different. Semantics. <laughs> it's a it's it's a nice color. Is what I was trying to say. It's it's nice, especially for the summer. Now those are leather seats. Mm-hmm. You got, y'all gonna get them windows tinted real fast. Oh, of course he is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. Don't get in that car with no shorts on. Oh, I've I've been there, done that as a child. Oh yeah. My skin off, girl. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't miss it. <laughs> I I like my little claw seats. Although no, because even now I have my steering wheel cover, mm-hmm. so I don't even gotta worry about it no more. Because that's why I got the steering wheel cover in the first place. Because that shit, I'd be driving like this in the summer, <laughs> like with the AC blasting on the things to cool it down. Yeah, I, I don't even drive like this or right. I mm-hmm. drive right at the bottom. Oh yeah, right at the bottom. I typically yeah drive that or with the one hand on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people say I drive like a nigger. <laughs> 
<laughs> just the one hand. Just... I do that too. Yeah, I do that too because I grew up with a lot of boy cousins. I'm like, this is what they do. Yes, yeah, and it's comfy to me. That's what I do. I either drive up there or down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't realize it until my uh, very feminine uh, coworker. She drives all nice and tidy, and it's like. Cause my elbows be everywhere. Yep. I'm either leaning on one side, of the yep. I'm on the armrest on this side, and like invading her space. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're very contained. Yeah, I'm trying to be consciously contained. Nope. but it's so uncomfortable. Girl, to me. I was conscious for my driver's test. After that, because even then, you know, I was trying to drive at ten and two. Because they still try to, even though that's when the steering wheels were like this fucking big. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they still try to say. So I don't even think I drove at ten and two. I think I drove at like nine and three. So it was like a little lower. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the only time I was real conscious. After that, because even with my um, driving instructor that taught me how to parallel park, he was just like, yeah, you're good. He, uh, the only thing he was like, why do you grab the wheel under when you turn? He's like, you don't have as much control that way. Like he said, like, you're supposed to continue to turn like from the top. I was like, from the top, I feel like I have zero control. Oh, I do it from, from the, the bottom. And I hold it this way and be like... Mm-mm. I do it from the bottom and I just was still with the one hand just mm-hmm. yeah if I needed the extra hand I'll put it in there but yeah I just straight from the bottom like I would change the grip for the turn it depends on what song I'm listening to cause that does <laughs> that will yeah cause uh, sometimes you're just whipping it with one hand cause the song I'm listening to but other times mm-hmm. I'm like I'm just being cute girl for me definitely <laughs> the music will determine how fast I'm driving and everything yeah <laughs> Yeah, because I remember when I was with my ex-fiance, if some, if Beyonce came on, she knew it was going to be pedal to the metal because I am jamming just in my head. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Yeah, but I'm excited. I haven't seen the new car in person yet. Right. I've only seen the pictures, so right. I'm excited to see it in person. Yes, hopefully today you'll see it. Yes, and I can't wait to ride around in it like a boss. I would feel like a boss because it's, it's so much higher than my little Prius. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can see everything. Like I said, I can't wait until I can get my Jeep. And I feel like that's what I came in here because I'm like, because uh, I, I looked, I actually got ready today. Yeah. And I was like, I'm feeling like I have like Jeep mentality. You know, you have to have a certain persona, personality. I'm like, if I was driving in the RAV today, I would come out and have a sunglasses You on. did. <laughs> Yep. Yes. I'm I'm prepared for it. It's a vibe. Mm -hmm. It is a vibe. It's a whole vibe. And although you just said Jeep mentality, I need you to know I'm going to still be hopping in and out of that Jeep in full sweatpants. I know you are. And slides. I I know you are. And Crocs. I know you are. And I have. But the the locks already, like the locks, you there. Yeah. Um, You got a little peekaboo, you there. Mm -hmm. It's piercing. You in the gym. I'm working on my fitness. You have the gym mentality. You have the jeep mentality i do i do just a little bit just a little bit you already have this swag for it i'm, I'm trying to get some swag I, I appreciate that you think i have swag thank you i appreciate that <laughs> i just went through your drawer i was like what bro are what are all these clothes that i don't never and the thing is like i have a i have a really nice style mm-hmm. it's just really chill so oftentimes i'm just in sweatpants and a t-shirt like jay has so many shirts and it's these shirts I've never seen before. I'm like, oh, wait, that looks like that got some color on it. Because Jay's palette is black, white, to gray. Yep. I mean, there may be some, like, earth dark colors. Blues, yeah. Or some, like, deep greens. But that's as far as you're going to get. But I yeah. saw the most colorful shirts <laughs> in the corner. I'm like, Brian, that's something in color. What is that? It's like, oh, I, I wore this. 
But it's always covered. Like, you yeah, see, I they have, have on, on a hoodie now. Yeah, I think under this, I just have on a tank top. I mean, because you ain't going nowhere right now. Well, yeah, and I, had, I woke up yeah. and just put this on because uh-huh. I was cold. Yeah, but okay, yeah. I don't see their shirts. I don't see what this they have facts. on. Because they it's always a hoodie and another jacket on top this of it. This is facts. Let me see. And this has been like this since middle school. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how we didn't have heat strokes. <laughs> we would wear... Our, you know, our polo, which is already hot. And then we would have on our, our uh, school hoodies, mm-hmm. which were black. black. And then we would have on our senior jackets. <sighs> yes. How did you not die? In the middle of the summer. And we would never take them off. Like, we would be ripping and running out there and just be in full garb. Right. <sighs> and so when I got to high school, I would do the same shit. And then when I got to um, King Drew... One day, it was actually really hot, and I am taking off my hoodie. And one of my friends looked at me and was like, this is the first time I've seen you without a hoodie on. And then she was like, your boobs are huge. Because, you know, you never see them because I have on these, you know, massive hoodies. And she was like, that's what I'm trying to be, big titties with a flat stomach. And I was like, I don't have... And she literally... To me, like her hand was on my body, and she was like, "Yep, big titties, flat stomach." And I was just like, "If I would do that to you, that's harassment." Like, <laughs> literally, she was like, "This is the first time I've ever seen you without a hoodie on." I was like, "Because it's very rare. It's very rare yeah. that you do not have a hoodie on, yeah. regardless how hot it is. Because you would have a hoodie and sweats on if it's 90 degree weather outside. Yep. And then you complain that it's hot but still not take that shit off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I don't know what it is. Uh, me either. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not like you're subconscious. Like... I don't know. Because even my dad, he wears long sleeves all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't matter what the weather is. But also, it protects your skin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. This is your comfort thing. Yeah. But yeah, I have never seen those shirts, and I'm like, "Crank, you ain't worn these because like, it doesn't even like it's been washed." Just a few episodes ago, you were shocked that you could see my kneecaps. (laughs) I never seen them before. (laughs) I mean, you can see today. (laughs) My little kneecaps, my little scarred up ass knees. But if you, if you a, a black child, and you didn't have no scarred up knees, you didn't have real childhood. Facts. Because I got several scars mm-hmm. and I got several stories from them scars mm-hmm. because my God. Facts. My shit was ripped down to the bone. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And we might we might talk about that this episode because that's right. dealing with my family relationships. Yes. Today's so episode is about family relationships. Yes. But let's get into our new our segment. News. So, I want to do this first one because when I saw it, I said, excuse me? <laughs> I forgot all about it. I'm mm-hmm. reading it right now, and I forgot all about it to right now. And it's uh-huh. It's absurd. Okay, go so, ahead and tell Baskin-Robbins is rolling out new flavors. You know, but it's 32 flavors. Baskin-Robbins, right? 31. Se- 31 flavors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they will start selling bikes. Y'all heard that. Bikes. B-I-K-E-S. Bikes. Now, somebody please fucking tell me what is an ice cream, ice cream shop. Right. Right. So this, it literally says, Baskin Robbins is rolling out new flavors and will start selling bikes. That is the headline. <laughs> it says, 
hashtag Baskin Robbins is getting a major update and the update includes a new logo, new merchandise store, and more ice cream flavors. The 77-year-old ice cream shop's last update was in 2006, but wasn't as major. This update, in this update, employees' uniforms, packaging, and logos, and the new merchandise like bikes will all be new. Before the update, Baskin Robbins was pink and blue with a childish font. Now it's growing up. Okay, y'all still unexplained how an ice cream shop mm-hmm. is gonna sell bikes. Right, like what what's the reason or the story behind it? Like why? Who was it at the table and was like, we should sell bikes? Um, maybe they were like, We sell ice cream. We should also sell something so people can work off the ice mm-hmm. cream. But, but also the logo, you see, because you asked with how many flavors, it tells you it's 31, the B and the R. You never saw that before? That is real your life right now. <laughs> I was today years old when I realized that that was a a three one in the br. But also, I've only been to Baskin Robbins like twice in my life. Same. It's not a place like I would go to. Mm-hmm. You know, I was my mom was like, "Oh, we have ice cream at home because you buy the tubs, not ice even ice cream, girl." You know, I, bougie. What you mean? Where you think we was going? Cold stone. Yep. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Cold stone, that overpriced ass ice cream. We didn't have a lot of those in my neighborhood. Now they everywhere. We didn't have a lot of those. In Girl, my so this is this is this is the thing. The credit union mm-hmm. is right next to one because it's over there on Sepulveda mm-hmm. by the um. This is a Trader Joe's over there. It's by the airport, mm-hmm. and so there's a Baskin Rob, not a, Bas- a Cold Stone there. So if I was with my dad and he was, I would be like, "Hey, dad, can we? Can we get some Cold Stone?" Cold scones? Cold scones. Yep. Cold scones. Words is hard, y'all. Words, I'm tired. Okay? <laughs> I ain't go home till like late last night. And then once I got home, of course, what? I had to talk about a PS5. Y'all, <laughs> I got one. I'm a part of the team now. I, I joined the club. Finally. How do you forget that? I don't even know. Happy as you own one. It took a took a minute to get one, bruh. And now you have one, and that wasn't the first thing we talked about at all. It was the forgot. first. We in our whole news segment. We talking about Baskin Robbins. The way my brain works, <laughs> because I don't even know how. I don't oh. even know how I those synapses connected. Oh gosh, go ahead, tell them. Tell them we got. I, I got so. Literally, I got an email saying, "Hey, you could buy one." Possibly, you know, depending on how many they have in stock, on Tuesday. They opened up on Wednesday at 11 a.m. I was like, bet, I'll be home on Wednesday all day. I can get this thing, no problem. I got the dough, no problem. Wednesday, 11 a.m. comes around. I'm in this bitch, la di da di da doing whatever. <laughs> around 1.30, I am playing video games with my cousin. He has a PS5. I got a PS4. All of a sudden, midway through the game, I was like, oh, shit. Turn to my computer, open up the email, click on the link. Sold out. They opened up at 11. They sold out at 11.44. Less than an hour. So while we were out yesterday, um, you know, going to 626 Night Market, getting piercings, we decided to go to the mall. Don't even remember what we were going to the mall for. We mm-hmm. went to Fox Hills. Me and Ebony had to go to the bathroom. You have to walk past the GameStop to go to the bathroom. 
as we're coming back, G looks at the GameStop, I look at the GameStop, and we both kind of are like, mm, we walk in. And G walks up to the counter, and he whispers, y'all got PS5s? And the dude, he was like, let me check. He looks, they have PS5s. So then me and him are looking at each other, because we're like, how many, how many y'all got? Because we both want one. And so, and we was like, we could rock, paper, scissors for it. Like, that's how real it was. And I just looked him dead in his eyes, and I was like, I stream more than you do. And he was like, good point. So I was, I had one at that point. Mm -hmm. And then he came back, and he was like, we got two of them. We were like, bruh, how? How do we? Mm Mm-hmm. How? We were just talking about it in a group chat, how Mm -hmm. they're not available still. I had just missed my opportunity for one. Mm -hmm. And then we came up on that one, but two of them bitches. So he got one and I got one. That's dope. And all that means, because Ebony has an Xbox. That means Mm -hmm. Ebony's going to take his PS4. Mm -hmm. And so now she has a PS4 and an Xbox. Nice. So now we no longer have to worry about cross-play. We can just play. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That's exciting. I mean... Whew. It was it was a nice chunk of change. Like I said, I had it luckily because I'd already been trying to figure out how I was gonna get one in the first place. Um, yeah, I got a PS Five, y'all. Yep. Yay. Yep. We happy. Right. I'm Amen. happy for you because y'all have been looking for mm, a while, man. And then you oh. missed the opportunity, so we still got that. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like it wasn't a big thing. Like it wasn't a necessity that I have one now, but just like the fact that I am streaming more and I'm like working on my platform. It's, it's really, you know, the next best step up and it's what I need to, like, you know, do different things. And you're not wasting time waiting for your game to load. Man. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it's definitely, like, you know, just tearing up. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Like I said, I'm probably going to end up selling a PS4 just to recuperate some of that money back because it wasn't... It wasn't cheap. But I got the bundle also, so... So you got a better deal. Yes. And you was able to take it home with you. You didn't have to wait for it in the mail. Exactly. Because that was so stressful. My husband was waiting for his and he was at work. I was at home, but I wasn't at home at that moment. So I had to make sure mm-hmm. I was there in time. You had to sign it. on it. I, they, that's such a shocking thing. Oh, wait. My sister was there. So she signed. You just have to sign. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Your sister was at your house? Yeah. Because I was out. With her, because my cousin came in from out of town. Mm. That's what had happened. So I was like, I can't go nowhere because I have to be here for this PS5. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah, there's always a thing in this house. It's like, I got this thing coming. Who gonna be home? Mm-hmm. And it's like, now all of us, we were at work or out and about. So it's like somebody has to typically kind of plan that day around something coming and then it don't come when it's supposed to and it's mm-hmm. like god damn it mm-hmm. but I don't think we've ordered anything recently that required a signature I think the last thing we ordered was the phones that required a signature and then the shit ended up coming at like 8 o'clock and everybody was home oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah got PS5 I, anyway yeah back to uh, Baskin Robbins cause I don't know how that just my brain is an interesting place yeah and you know it's probably gonna be like because they're probably just going to just say the BR because most of the lo- new logos, they shorten it. This is true. You know, even public storage, just PS. Really? <laughs> I've seen it. Oh. Where it's just PS. I'm like, what is this? Mm. Oh, it's the public storage. That's interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. Mm-hmm. But also, I wonder what the new colors are going to be. Mm-hmm. Because that means they're showing out a lot of money to do this. Because it's like changing your logos all across the country. Basically branding. Yeah. And then they will have bikes. 
That's right. Not how that fits that in. I don't. I don't understand because it says um, new merchandise store. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're gonna have more than. But like, who wants to buy? Is it gonna be like a Baskin Robbins bike? Like, is it gonna have the? Huh. We just have to wait until they roll out more of the idea because yeah. I, I don't know. I I I don't know. Like I really want to know who that person was at, in the boardroom. Like you know what, guys? I just wanted to have been a fly on the wall. We should sell bikes, and everybody was like, "Yeah, Dave, you're right. Let's sell bikes." <laughs> I don't understand. I'm thinking there. The, the thought process has to be: we're selling this ice cream. You know, mm-hmm. people are eating it. We want them to also be healthy. Because a lot of people are like on this health kick now. So it's like, we want people to be healthy, but we also don't want to stop selling our ice cream because that's our money maker. Unless they're trying to be, they're taking it back. Because like back in the day, you think of kids eating ice cream on their bicycles. Maybe. Unless they're trying to think of, you know, because they're 77 years old. So. Yeah. This is true. But then also that goes to back to health because we would stop at the ice cream shop eat our ice cream and then go ride so we ride it off. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. also thinking about it like from a standpoint like people are, are broadcasting their lives online a lot more. This is so true. So I'm sure they have to think of like the colors of it like making sure it's all cute everybody's wearing these different uniforms now. Mm-hmm. You know something and they're trying, they trying to mix a little bit of the old and the new together. Possibly. Yeah, because a lot of people are are going back to skating and riding their bikes. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking of which, I want to because I go to a park on my lunch break and it has a skating ring in there. I'm mm. like, I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm gonna do it on yeah. my lunch break. And I saw my coworker I'm like, so one of these days I'm gonna have some skates. So I'm being this ring and I'm coming back all sweaty and scarred up because I haven't been on skates in a long time. Girl. So I'm like, we gonna have to drive because. I'm gonna be hurt. <laughs> when we were at a six two six yesterday, mm-hmm. I don't know what is wrong with my tongue. Um, we went to Third Street because you know it's a few blocks over, and I was looking for a skate shop because I know they have some, but Ebony's foot was hurting, so we ended up not walking the whole thing. Mm. But like, yeah, we gonna get them damn skates. Yeah, I'm yeah. here for it. It's gonna be part of my workout routine. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go for a stroll. Yeah, my skates. Yeah, I have I, I have an idea that I'd be. Like walking my dog, my skates, but then they're gonna be rolling me down the street. Oh yeah, yeah. I've know. seen people do that. I don't know because you're talking about you need a helmet and um <laughs> all the pads and stuff. So yeah, that's not a good idea. Like it's been a while since I've skated, but I I know it's it's muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you was out there ice skating, like talking. About, I don't know what I'm see, doing. Yeah, and that was my dream as a kid. I wanted to be like a figure skater. A figure skater. Oh. That's cool. And the thing is, you was I don't think you fell once. Mm-hmm. I fell. Elise fell. I think Alita fell once. You didn't fall at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was sitting there trying to do tricks, putting them one leg, turning like mm-hmm. I, like my on my rollerblades. And see, I, I could never, I could never do inline skates. I couldn't not. I don't know what it is, I but I can do the lot. the regular roller skates, but inline skates, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot. I was trying to go out there and, and practice my little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I feel spilling like myself. Mm-hmm. That was my dream. But now I saw kind of little melanated kids on the ice now yep. at the Olympics. I'm like, oh, that could have been me. Could have been. Yeah. Dream deferred, man. <laughs> Dream deferred. All right. Yeah. I don't know what basketball was doing, but I saw that and I was baffled. Still. Absolutely baffled. Still. Because, huh? 
U.S. federal judge overturned public transportation mask mandate. United Airlines and Alaska Airlines announced relaxed restrictions effective immediately, which means masks are no longer required on domestic flights like international flights, depending upon the arrival country's requirements or at U.S. airports. Most comfortable keeping yours on? Go right ahead. The choice is yours. Who wrote that? I have United no Airlines? Do you look dynamite either way? Oh, people have gotten so corny. Ignorant. <laughs> oh, this is a tweet from United Airlines. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Is it us? Is it is it our age group that's like on Twitter writing this crap? Like, who's on Wendy's? Because they savage. They <laughs> savage. And this person's trying to be funny. You look dynamite either way. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I want that job though. Like to just type up the Twitter captions. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty funny. But yeah, uh, y'all ain't gotta on buses and stuff. We ain't gotta wear no more this masks. That's disgusting. Yeah, You're yeah. Making me itchy just thinking about right. it. Right. It says a federal judge in Florida has ruled that requiring citizens to wear masks on public transportation is unlawful. How? Because it's, it's, it's violating their human right to breathe. Breath, <laughs> breath. It applies to buses, trains, and airplanes. Apparently, oh, which is not, baffling. I don't like it. I don't even like being around a lot of people. And if I do, am I am if I am around them, I would like to have a mask and please give me my space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't understand. I feel like not everybody in school did like their own personal bubbles because I remember blowing up my bubble, jumping in it, and then this was your bubble. Like, and we would walk around like this and not touch each other's bubbles. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody didn't do that exactly. because people really be right here trying to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And then you step back and they want to look like you didn't offended them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that shit's about, but. Yeah, no, a mask is a lifetime for me because I just can't imagine. Going not, back. Yeah, mm-hmm. not having a mask. Like, we really was out here inhaling each other's spit. Mm-hmm. All the time. All the time. And I have noticed, I ain't got sick this whole time. Mm-hmm. I had a common cold at first. And you know me. I was always sick. I, I would keep a cold and have a cold for the longest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have not gotten sick this whole time. Like, I felt something coming on, but then it was kind of fade away. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't being festering with, like, all the other bacteria and stuff coming And out. you don't be out like that. Like, you work from home. Mm-hmm. This is true. So and now before, you're trying to go outside, but other than that, but even then you have like, don't you, do you feel social, we're going to get into it in the next episode about the pandemic. We're about to segue yeah. in something whole different. That's another conversation yep, later. That's next episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also I used to work with money mm-hmm. and I don't really work with money anymore now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the difference because I was working in customer service or was like very hands on and now I still technically work in customer service, but I'm on the phone mm-hmm. and like typing on the computer. So it's less likely for me to actually interact with somebody face to face. So mm-hmm. that's a big difference. Yeah. And then definitely working from home has changed a lot. Yeah. Because I'm not even in the office with people that might be out doing other stuff. Right, yeah. Right, right. But we'll get into that later. What's yes. our next news? Next news topic. Oh, yes. This the one right here. Hold on. Because we got two links for this. Wait a second. Um... So, Texas school district will move to a four-day schedule due to a shortage of teachers. So, no longer five days school weeks. It's going to be four-day school weeks. Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's been a long time coming. Specifically, there is because they've had a shortage of teachers. But people have been pushing for shorter work weeks and, you know, school weeks in general. Mm -hmm. Because California is trying to do a four-day work week. The bill has been written up. It's been Mm -hmm. proposed. It just has to pass. And so basically, tested in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So basically, it would change from full-time being 40 hours a week to 32 hours a week for companies with more than 500 employees. And a full workday will still remain eight hours. So my thing is, where is that adjustment going to come? Because that means you're missing a whole day of work. So that means they that pay needs to still be the same, though. So mm-hmm. they're going to have to move that pay grade up. Mm-hmm. that's the only way it's going to balance out somehow but there are some companies that do like a split schedule mm-hmm. so you can work like a 10 hour shift 10 hour shift uh-huh but it's, it says a full day will still remain eight hours yeah the math ain't math ain't. right so they trying to pay people less apparently that ain't gonna work that's with not me. gonna work with inflation right now mm-hmm. how we can we can even survive on the checks we get now yeah because i at my job i work a um is it 580. Mm-hmm. Some people work a, um, is it six something? It's like a 650. Because mm. they work 10 hours. They they work 10 hours um, a day. So mm-hmm. they have that extra off day. Yeah. On, like every two weeks, they every get an off day. Yeah. yeah. And it works out fine, but like because they're making it up with those hours. So if a full work day is still eight hours, that means if you go 10 hours, that's overtime. So you're still getting extra pay or they're going to have to adjust that pay grade. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's going to work. That's interesting. Yeah. And also it's, change with, it's going to change the benefits too because if you're only working like 30 or some mm-hmm. corporations, then you're only, you're only full-time. You're only part-time, part-time. So you don't even get benefits. Mm-hmm. But now they're saying full-time would be 32 hours. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be, they're going to be dishing out more money. Yeah. Because there's more people eligible for benefits. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like I said, it's proposed. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely here for it. Like, I don't want to work a 10-hour shift, but if you want to give me an 8-hour shift and that's full-time and for um, four days a week and y'all just bump my pay, absolutely. Because I think people are realizing everything can't be all about work. Mm-hmm. Especially our, because, you know, our, um, specifically our parents' generation, it was, if you're not working, if you're not busy, you're not doing anything productive. You're being lazy. They didn't really promote the idea of you don't have to be doing anything to be productive, like anything specific to be productive. Like the fact that you got out of bed today was productive. The fact that you washed, you know, your ass that was productive. Um, you know, we promoting mental health and like that's our productivity where there was work, 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 work. So that shift <laughs> is coming into the work schedules now. And it's like. We don't want you to be at work all day, stressed out, because then you don't do your job as well. Mm-hmm. But they also paid them better, Ooh. like back in those days. Like yeah. I just saw, uh, a, somebody had did some research, but like back in like nineteen eighty eight, a person selling shoes was able to buy a home. Wow. Right. So yeah, they they had less stress because they were able to work mm-hmm. and able to get paid for what they were worth. Exactly. They were able to get. Able to obtain things that we can't obtain now. Like mm-hmm. we, like some of us are working two jobs, Bruh. and still living paycheck to paycheck, and Listen. can't do nothing. Listen, can't get our own apartments, can't get our own houses. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of sacrifice to even have a savings in order to even move forward in trying to mm-hmm. find a house. 
Yeah. Because I work for the city of Los Angeles. One of the biggest entities out there and cannot afford to move out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wild. It's here. crazy. We hate it here. Yeah. We hate it here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. See, I'm here for the four-day work week, but they they going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to figure out that pay shift and like, yeah, yeah it's something's going to have to give because there's no way people are going to go for working in 32 hours and stay at the same pay grade. Right, because right now, what people are struggling with is like, yeah, we're getting paid $22 an hour, $24 an hour. Because uh, Target right now, they're saying, oh, our starting rate for some positions are $24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's also a part-time position. So you may be getting $24 for maybe 24 hours. Yeah. For a week. That's true. So then, that's oh, then true. it's like, oh, well, then you can get another job. Bruh. Bruh. How hard that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like, so it's just, it's still telling me I need to always work. be working. Yeah, in like order I said, to we're, we're definitely the generation that is like pushing back against that. Next, so our next topic is the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force says children as young as eight years old should be screened for anxiety. Ooh, wow. I, I- mean. I agree. I honestly think it should start younger than that. It should start at like four and five. Yeah, because it, it it starts off like like certain temperaments of even at, at the baby. Like mm-hmm. you can tell they may have some anxiety or yep. anxious emotions or things. So like more babies may cry more. Mm-hmm. They may want to be held more. And those are signs of yeah. anxiety there. So yeah, starting younger probably too. But these kids. Yeah, especially with the whole pandemic mm-hmm. um, or whatever's going on in their households or social anxiety, all those things. Cause, yeah, I was a shy kid in school and I hated going to school. Mm-hmm. I, I hated tests because I had test anxiety. Mm. <sighs> I had it all. Yeah. But yeah, it, 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 may, it may, the age may be dropped uh, as soon as they see... I think so. Like, once they start actually screening these eight-year-olds mm-hmm. and saying, like, oh, okay. But how long have you been like this? My whole life. Yep. Because, <laughs> like, mine definitely started at, like, around the age of five. Like, mm-hmm. that's when my anxiety started. You know, there was a reason behind it. But, like, that's when it started. Mm-hmm. And anything can trigger anxiety. Like, you can right. have PTSD from damn near anything. Anything. So, yeah. Like, and mine went kind of... Mm-hmm. up and down for years like apparently i was in therapy and stuff like i said i don't remember none of that mm-hmm. so yeah i think kids as young as four and five should be tested right yeah i agree yeah like it goes on to say that children between the ages of eight and 18 should be examined for anxiety in addition minors between the age of 12 and 18 should be screened for depressive disorder yes. and i agree i agree with that too because even my nieces because they've seen, saw so much like the whole wars, the pandemic, mm-hmm. Trump shenanigans, and they are so involved. And they feel, they even say it, like, I think I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I didn't even know that term when I was yeah. 12. When I was 12, I had no like, idea I'm what still depression learning about it right now. I'm like, oh, I think I'm depressed. It's not me just being in my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because like I said, even with my therapist, speaking with her... I was talking about my seasonal anxiety and she was like, well, my seasonal depression, she's like, yeah, that's normal. A lot of people have like, you know, the winter blues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking about how like some days it's really hard to get out of bed and just like do general tasks, like, you know, taking a shower, washing my teeth, washing my face. And she was like, this is just like in the wintertime, right? And I was like, 
No. <laughs> and she was like, oh. oh. So you have, like, actual, like, depression. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, since, like, as long as I can remember. And she was like, that's okay. But, like, I mask it so well that even my therapist didn't know, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's a lot of people. They, you know, hide it so, yeah. so well. Yeah. That's why people say, check up on your strong friends. But then there's also a response of, well, your strong friend is strong friend because they're not going to say anything. They're going to deal with it on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. Um, and it's like, I, like, I'm thinking like, like little kids still, like they have like certain shows or books like Judy Moody and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but they don't really talk about like emotions and you, you talk about like kids like acting out because they don't really know how to use their emotions yet or express mm-hmm. their emotions yet. So I think that it's really cool that they're saying, well, we really should check on mental health mm-hmm. at this age now because it's not just your kid acting out. It's not mm-hmm. just um, your kid doesn't want to do like what you think maybe normal activities for a child, mm-hmm. you know? And I think Inside Out was such a good movie because it showed you that your emotions don't have to just be one thing. Mm-hmm. It could be a variety of things and that's also normal. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. people make it feel like if you're not always happy, if it's not times of this happy emotion, then it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's my like, mama always tell me like, girl, what you got to worry about? You a child. What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. You should always be happy and go lucky. And that's not that's healthy. Not the case. It's not this the case. is not healthy. Yeah. And then it's also that to compare. Like, well, what you're going through isn't what I went through. I had to go through this and the third. It's like, yeah, that was bad for you mm-hmm. in, in that time frame. And so now you look at what I'm going through and think it's easy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go through what you went through. Right. I'm going through what I'm going through. Right. And so for me, this is my what you went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't yeah. see it like that. I think that's really dope. And mm-hmm. I just hope that they are allowing like all children to be able to be a part of this and not just people who have the insurance for it or whatever because you know that really puts out a group of population of people Mm -hmm. who can't get the screens for anxiety and depression or whatever yeah honestly mental health help should be free honestly we'll talk about it all medical everything should be free Mm -hmm. but you know we live in a capitalistic country where that ain't never gonna happen right so let's move to canada man (laughs) oh i bruh listen if we can find a spot look let me get that passport for real for real sure i'm i'm with it because it ain't nothing to figure it out once you get there Mm -hmm. and next news so we literally just talked about how the U.S. mass mandate for public transport has been vamoosed. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia becomes the first major U.S. city to reinstate indoor mass mandate to curb rising COVID-19 okay, cases. Okay, so this is what I saw, but I didn't see that it was Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That's what I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Philly said, nah, this mm-hmm. is going back up. Mm-hmm. We ain't doing this again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they the mass mandate. They said we don't need them no more. Y'all vaccinated and stuff. The cases is dropping. Them cases said shwoop. Yeah, it's only worse because summer. Mm-hmm. It's cool people right now. Out. Spring break is happening. Oh yeah. So people have been out here in these theme parks, out in the big beaches, going back to the movies, and mm-hmm. all they're out here. They're traveling a lot more. And 2021 spring break wasn't that bad. 2020 spring break because that was when everything just happened. 
Oh, them kids was out there in Miami. And that's how and it spread Atlanta. faster because they yeah. were traveling and they were going back to school and mm-hmm. going back to work. They was they wanted to get their nails and hair done. Yeah, that's what yep. the mecca of it. It's about to be. It's about to happen all over again. Mm-hmm. It's about to happen all over again. But yes, Philadelphia said absolutely not. We gonna try to nip this in the bud right now. Yeah, I mean I'm not mad. I still wear a mask everywhere I go. I'm probably gonna continue to wear it. Yep. It's yeah. A, I'm a lifer. I'm yeah. A I don't if, care what If I'm say. around niggas I don't know, mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that I saw that and I hollered because it, it was like just a few days before we saw the the public transport, and then a couple days later. Philadelphia says y'all better put them things mm-hmm. back on. And that's why they said even in the federal courts uh mandates, removing it from wearing masks or traffic public transportation, they said, Well, depending on where you're going. Mm-hmm. Because then you won't have to wear a mask. Yeah. When you get off your little transportation. Yeah. And cause this is just indoors right now. So they can mm-hmm. still not wear their mask outside, mm-hmm. but indoors wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I feel we'll like see. it's going to come around and they're going to be like, nope, put it back on full time again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. But then it's going to be those protesters like, oh, you're you're violating my rights. You know, it, it is what it is. It is Listen, what it is. I'm, I'm sick of them. I'm sick, <laughs> sick, sick of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but then let's get into our, our final Part three of, you know, our relationship episode. Final episode on this. Ooh, end of the series. Yes. It is about family yeah. relationships. All right. Let's get into it. I don't even know where to open up this at. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Family relationships are interesting. Very interesting. And it uh, actually molds us to the people we are because yes. our families are the first relationships we make, create. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say that my family relationships are pretty healthy. Mm. We're, we're, we are working out all the bumps that we've had built for like years. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it's, it's just taking me to just realize like, you know what? Any relationship is going to be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it's my relationship with my mom, relationship with my husband, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to just be disappointing. And it's going to be moments where disappointments happen. Yeah. Or you get angry or upset. It, mm-hmm. it just happens. But it's just how I react to them. Mm-hmm. So I just got to realize not to take things personally. Because each individual is going through their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So I feel like just having an open communication when things go astray. Mm-hmm. But... I think I like to say that we're in a healthy space mm. right now. <laughs> you know, I think I would have to agree. Like, you know, it's been a very rocky road mm-hmm. for a few years, but I think we're finally getting to a space where people are just accepting people where they're at. Exactly. And we're, we are making a valid attempt to, like, heal past hurts. People ain't necessarily coming out and just apologizing for the things they have done. But, you know, also, that's probably never going to happen. And sometimes you have to be comfortable with not getting a full-on, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, actions speak louder than words. So you didn't say it, but I can tell that you're you're sorry, that you're apologizing. You're trying to make up for, you know, what was done. Right. So I can can be okay with that. I don't have to get the, I'm sorry. 
Because that's also, that takes a lot of pride and a lot of ego. Like, you have to set that aside mm-hmm. to officially say, you know what? I hurt you. Right. And a lot of people cannot do that. And that's okay. As long as you are, you know, moving forward and proving, you know, that you are changing and doing different things, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And I do know, specifically in my family, we don't talk about nothing. No way. And that's just a lot, like, in the black communities. Mm-hmm. We just don't. We don't. Yeah, we, we just know, move on. We just brush it under the rug and keep moving. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big blowout, and then there's a text message, you come to the family event. Like, that's the that's the thing. That's how you move past it. That's mm-hmm. it. It's like, you hungry type thing after a fight like yeah that's there's no discussion it's just move forward and i do wish that i could get to a point with more discussion with my family but i don't think that's ever gonna really happen right yeah right right and that's yeah. just where i'm at too it's still just have to try to choose my own peace mm-hmm. and just know if i go into a situation like yesterday i went to a family event so i just know i have to go in just like just be open to whatever mm-hmm. happens and just know Everybody, it's a lot of people in here. Mm-hmm. And they have their own opinions. And they have their own ideas. Yep. So it's going. It could be some drama. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it, it was. <laughs> it was. Always. Always. It's always. Yeah. It's always something. But it's either, am I going to choose to stay? Because it's going to go. It's going to blow past. Mm-hmm. Or choose to leave because you know I don't want to mess up the situation. Mm-hmm. And then I was in that conflict. Usually I just leave. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what happens if I stay? Yeah. What happens if I just sit in it? And let it, like, kind of just blow past? Mm-hmm. Yeah. it wasn't even with, pertaining to me. It was just happening around mm. me. But I don't, I, I, I don't like conflict. Yeah. So I would just, you know, be in the back. Shrinking back. Yeah. Yeah. Shrinking. yeah. But uh, so I stayed, and I even, like, talked through with, with some of my family members what was happening. And we came to a resolution. Well, going, we're working the process mm-hmm. in, a, in a resolution. But it's just, like... I felt proud of myself. I stayed at the party and I was open. I was talking because usually I just go and I just did. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, hi. Like people I'm really close to. Mm-hmm. But I don't really introduce myself to new faces. Yeah. But I was, I was there. I was in the moment. I, I feel like it's hard for me to be in the moment with my family for some reason. Oh, child. I don't know why. I don't know why it's like that. Mm-hmm. And my family is very sarcastic. They're very joking. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like trying to like, wait, so you really talking about my appearance? Like, am I really, am I really ugly? Like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah. So, so, it's a, so now I'm learning just to laugh with them. And like, this is their way of showing love and affection by mm-hmm. making fun of you. And <laughs> see, I think also you being a part of my family now, you're like, y'all really love each other, but y'all be... Y'all are terrible. Uh-huh. We're like so mean to each other, yeah. but it's all in love. Yeah, you guys are like the Bam Majeras and Jackass families. The way y'all prank each other. Yep. I that would not fly in my household. My mom would have popped me into into twenty thirty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They was just no. It would not fly. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Like we. Like, we're the meanest, but, like, it's all in love. Like, mm-hmm. we're also very sarcastic. We're rude, honestly. Very rude to each other. But we love it, and we laugh about it. And coming it. into it, I'm like, this is your grandma. Why y'all talking to your grandma like this? But then I hear her, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. where it come from. Yeah, like, some families are just like that. But mm-hmm. also, so I definitely think that's helped you be like, okay, they they not serious like because mm-hmm. you see how we are and we just joke and laugh and go back and forth so it's like wait well maybe 
And maybe also, I've been taking it to heart this whole time, yeah. and I shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. it has also helped me realize that it's not just my family that's like that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is normal. This is just a normal, this yeah. is normal family behavior. So it's not just them picking on me. Mm-hmm. Everybody picks on everybody all the time. Yeah. And all yeah. different families. I just thought my family was weird. Like, oh, no, this is normal. Mm-hmm. And also, like, TikToks and uh, videos, little reels on Instagram and seeing how other black families are the yeah. same. Like, so were we all raised by the same ancestors? Gotta have been. Because where Gotta is this behavior been. coming from? Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Because somebody recently, this has nothing to do with families, but... Somebody was like, where did we all learn like little hand games that we used to play? Like, mm-hmm. we just knew them. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody taught us. We just out there playing hand games. It's like, where did that come from as a kid? Right. It's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Because do you remember being taught little hand games and stuff? I think so. In, like, the courtyard with other kids. But, yeah, like, who taught them? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, it's we just, just thing. It's all, but all of black kids, know, like, even if we, from different states, we call it something different. We know these little no, what games. What kills me is Amazing Grace. How is it that we all sing the same way? Bruh. But, but where's the recording of that, of that rendition of, of Amazing Grace? Look, you know. Because <laughs> when Amanda Seals did When she brought it up, I was like, that these are facts. And the whole audience was singing it with her. Like, mm-hmm. these are facts. Because it's just like the Star Wrinkle Banner. The Star Wrinkle Banner is like, this is something you're yep. taught in school. And this is how the key. This is the, to- you know. Mm-hmm. What was the F. Scott Fitzgerald or something like that did the Star Wrinkle Banner? And literally, his sounds very different. Really? Yes. So where did this... Black people. <laughs> you know we always have to put the extras on it. Always. Yeah. We can't sing that normal. That That's so like funny. black church versus white church saying the exact same song. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but the Amazing Grace, the way that the black community sings them, there's no real recordings or the beginning of the recording that's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is how we sing it. And I don't remember singing it in church. It's not like one of those church hymns nope. that you sing in. So it's just like, nope. how do we all... I don't know. It's weird. Yep. It's weird and it's scary sometimes. It's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> we have that connection. Just mm-hmm. It's a bloodline. Like, we're all connected to our roots. Mm-hmm. And then we just, yeah, it comes out in different ways. Right. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, our families are interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking about the journey I've taken with just my aunt and my grandmother over the last few years because mm-hmm. i'm thinking like my mom passed that was a whole thing and the first time we saw each other after she passed was the service mm-hmm. and that was so awkward mm-hmm. because i i didn't know what to expect because i had been ousted basically before then anyhow and so like obviously i'm gonna be there so mom that was interesting and then my grandmother's sisters were there and they were like you know chitter chattering and doing so i was just like I'm going to sit in my little corner over here with my stepsisters, which is also weird because, like, y'all don't know them mm-hmm. type thing. So it was interesting. Very interesting. I'm trying to think, what was the next event after that that I showed up at? I think it might have been, like, a Christmas or something. Grandma invited me to her house. Like, she actually called me and asked me to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that was it. Because I was set to go to Eva's house, my godmother. And then, so I called Eva and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do both. And she's like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, go to your grandmother's house. And I did. But yeah, it was it was interesting. But it was, it was the slow... It was never the apology. It was just, you can come over. Yeah, come yeah. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for you, you really said, like, it's a journey with your family. And now with the transition of your pronoun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so how's that going on with your family connections? It's interesting. 
You know, my grandma hit me up and she was just like, I don't even think she knew about the pronouns. She just knew about like my name change. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I've always called you Nina, like since you were little. And I was like, you can still, like, it's fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, especially for like, for like, you know, their generation, like Ramona and grandma, I'm not going to stress it as much. Because specifically, they are older, so it's going to be harder for them to remember the change. And just all my life, this is what I've been to you. So I know it's going to be a lot more, like, slower process. So I'm not going to stress it as much. Because even with you guys, I don't really say nothing. Like, every now and again, I'll throw in a correction of they or J in there somewhere. But for the most part, I just let it rot. It'll come as it comes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, force it on you guys to where it makes it uncomfortable for you guys either. Right. Like, it's, it'll, you know, happen as it happens. You know, with Ramona, she's trying to figure it out. Like, she's, like, the wheels be turning, and she asks questions, and she's like, okay. But then she'll still say she sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. It's a process. Like, the wheels are going to continue to turn. You're going to get it slowly but surely. Yeah, because even I, we have an internal battle myself, because when something's, like, really happen, and we, you know, we have this thing, like, girl! Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say, like, girl! And we do, and now I've changed it to say friend, but it doesn't have yeah, the same, the same ring to it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, so I just, I have to just change, like, uh, friend. And I can still call you girl. And it, so it pisses it's me like, off. Exactly. It pisses me off. <laughs> but if you notice, I also started to say friend now. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, just a long-ass friend. Yeah. Because, to make it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I ain't said nothing to them. I don't care. Whatever. Call me Cafilta Fish. I don't them, care. Them, because we're talking about them in the relationship. They're talking about their father and their stepmother. stepmother. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they just group them into them. Earlier, because we were talking about our parents aging, I'm like, well, you and the siblings have to come together and talk about your parents, what you're going to do and care for them. And they were like, that ain't my problem. I was like, yo, stepmom. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's not my problem. <laughs> she got two sons. Two children. My dad got two children. That's equal split. <laughs> and technically, it's not even equal split because I'm having a hand by, by myself because who knows my brother going to be? <laughs> who knows my brother going to be? So, yeah, it's, it's going to be on me. And even worse, I was like, but if they married, they going to want to be together. They were like, I'm taking my dad somewhere nice. <laughs> I will. Absolutely, positively. <laughs> gonna take my dad somewhere nice. I don't know when they gonna end up. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, yeah. And if they still in their right mind, they wanna go together, that's fine. In their right you mind. Pick, you can pick it. But if it's up to me, oh, we gonna, we gonna be at the Four Seasons of oh. mental health institutions, whatever he needs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I work for the city, so I can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, because especially by the end, I should be rolling in dough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, he'll have the best of the best. You, you want tuna tartare, dad? Sure. Absolutely. I don't even know what that is, but sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't right. Speaking of dads, this is the perfect time to introduce this. You sent this. Um... Um, women share how their relationships with their fathers affected the way they view slash treat men. Mm-hmm. And so the post says a girl's relationship with her father really does affect the way she views and interacts with boys. And then there's a bunch of different, um, basically tweets from various women. So one said, in fact, my dad raised me to be independent and not materialistic. My last boyfriend once, um, 
my last boyfriend asked me one day, how come you never asked me for anything? And I told him simply, I did not need you to buy anything for me when I can take care of myself. I want your time. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. Like, right. I feel like definitely because for little girls, like your dad is the first man you learn to love. Mm-hmm. And so that carries on. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And I had two dads. Mm-hmm. I grew up with my stepdad and my biological dad would come in and out. So mm-hmm. just like how you had to search for your PS5. My dad, that was his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime the system came in, here's this Here's your package. Mm-hmm. And one game. And your real dad? Yeah, my real mm-hmm. dad. Him and my grandma will come in and bring PlayStation. So the last one I got was PS2. Mm. Damn, girl. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, because we was on four for a few years before the five <laughs> came out. So yeah, that was a shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. PS2 was a, his last big gift for us. And after that, he started giving out money. Mm. But um, other than that, yeah. Like, technically, I had two dads. So I had my biological dad who raised me, and then I had my stepdad. Who was out in Michigan? You didn't have something. Well, he did now, so I don't. Well, you did have I a did stepdad. Have, why did I have to add the dinner like that? But yeah, um, I did have a stepdad, mm-hmm. and he, like that was what it was. I didn't like him. Right, the way y'all would talk about him, which is because why would any child have to call another man Big Daddy? Wait, what do you mean? I thought you were calling Smitty. After a certain age, yes. We had to call that man Big Daddy. But he was also an older guy, right? I think he was like 10 something years old. I don't know, I'm sure. But I am five. And he wanted to be called Big Daddy. That's what they called him. I mean, but he's also from the South, right? Child. I think he might have been born and raised in Michigan. Mm, because, yeah. Like, if you look at old movies and stuff, they would call the grandpa S person Big Daddy. Sure. Watch Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. You understand? Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Mm-hmm. It's a movie with uh, Paul Newman and Elizabeth Taylor. If you say who they, I'm going to be really pissed off at you. I know who Elizabeth Taylor is. <laughs> Paul Newman, at least you would know from the uh, Newman ranch dressing, because he had ranch dressing. But you only used Hidden Valley, didn't you? It's cool. <laughs> it's fine. The breakdown out of your brain when you realize, <laughs> yeah, you still know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't, because Elizabeth Taylor, she was the, like, she was a supermodel, wasn't she? Like, an actress. Like, she was real big. She had the purple eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that made her really, really rare. Although, purple purple eyes are very rare. Because people have purple eyes and red eyes. Don't yeah. Know, like, naturally. But, yeah, yeah. it's very rare. Like, say violet. Yeah. Violet. Yeah. But, you know, she was a child actress. Mm-hmm. Just like most people that you probably just didn't know. I mean, I knew, I knew, I knew of her. And she was a child actress, and she just grew into this beautiful regal. Yeah, actress. like she was really like Gorgeous. people looked up to her like in that energy at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know who she. Paul Newman, you lost me there, home. Well, this was a, a generic man. white man. He was a gorgeous man, but yeah, Captain Hot Team Roof. They called their pa- patriarch Big Daddy, mm. and didn't they call the the, the guy? Um, Prince and the Frog wasn't he Big Daddy? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, so it's just a sudden thing. I just I don't like it. It's I never weird. liked it. It's weird. Yeah, Cause especially because like, oh, I'm Big Daddy. You know, it's, especially for our age group, it's a little weird if you call yeah. somebody Big Daddy. Like, and I just I wasn't a fan of his. I just I I never got a good vibe from him. Like he was a good dude. Don't get me wrong, but I just did not like him. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And so yeah, he yeah. Uh-huh. 
I don't know. I don't. I, like, I have a lot of thoughts, but then I don't. Also, at the same time, if that makes any sense, I'm just like, yeah, it was what it was. Because I was also so young. Like I was between the age of like five and fourteen when I was going out there. Um, like I know as a kid, he wasn't really around a lot, a lot because he worked. And at a certain point, I guess like he either stopped working there or he retired, so he was around more often. And we would go do stuff, like we would go swimming and stuff like that. And he would uh like plan trips and stuff. Like when we went to Florida and like rode the boats and stuff and it, like that was all him. Mm. So it was like I had decent times with him, but like I didn't like him. Yeah. Well, a lot of kids from divorced families do not like mm-hmm. the new additional members. Well see, I liked Regina. <laughs> we was cool. We was vibing. Until we what? <laughs> And it just never rekindled. Y'all I just, mean, <laughs> you no. love that woman. You keep this is right now. It's a gag. It, At I, this point, it's a gag because you would call what was what would you call her? Marmaduke. <laughs> I still do. I do. My therapist. The first time I said it, she was like, "You have a dog?" I said, "No." <laughs> I just looked right at the camera, and then she. She was like, okay, I'm going to hang up this phone. Uh-huh, because you, you, you ain't right. You ain't right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, family relationships. I ain't choose it. It chose me. Yeah, that's the thing. These relationships you just do not choose. Yeah. These are relationships you're born into or you're forced into being yeah. married. and then you stuck with, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like I've told my dad on more than one occasion, I won't be upset. <laughs> He just looked at me and he kind of just smiles. He chuckles and he's like, I know. I'm like, just just so we're clear. Like, if you ever, we, we'll be all right, Dad. Like, that'd be me. Like, we're we going to figure it out. Like, I don't. Don't worry about it. I got you. Like, I, it wouldn't make me know never mind. Mm-hmm. And he's even said, like, if they split, he's not doing it again. He's not getting married again. Like, he's through. Um, but yeah, wouldn't make me know never mind. But that is so interesting. Do you think that he that got married quicker because I have a little girl and she needs a mother? Well, quicker, I don't think so. Because my mom got married immediately. They oh. got divorced and I feel like she got remarried the next day. <laughs> like, after that shit was signed, I feel like it. He kind of dated around a bit before, you know, they got together. And then they were 10 when I got, when they got married. Mm. Well, I, they were 10. I was 10. Yeah, we know what you mean. Uh, I think my, like, that was quick. Like, they got divorced and I was like five. Immediately, she was with him living out there and they were married. Like, it was very fast. Wow. And so he took more time. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I think one of the things that factored into it was like she she only had two sons and so she always wanted a daughter so then she had me and then I'm not the daughter people think that they're gonna get when they get a daughter so I was like just rough and tough tomboy I didn't really like to wear dresses didn't care about makeup didn't care about getting my hair and nails done and stuff like that but if so you look at like, all of Jay's baby pictures though I was a dress up doll <sighs> like my mother literally had me just to dress me up just so I could be a little her. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows. It, it, it shows. It does. Because you come from women who are very into their stature. Mm-hmm. And what they wear and how they present themselves. Because your grandmother mm-hmm. is my Angelo. Can't nobody tell me. <clears throat> and the way she just walk 
even with the cane, she's just gliding into a room. Mm-hmm. And that's how your mom looked, too. Like, I feel like it quite could be my imagination, but we went to get her. I in, knew you was going to bring this so up. I feel like, I feel like, I swear, she, I feel like she just had one of them kimono thingies and she mm-hmm. just opens up the door. Welcome to my home. Kind of thing. I feel like I swear that's the kind of person she was. You know, the thing is, I feel like you're not wrong. <laughs> like, they were very bougietto. Bougietto. Like, bougie and ghetto. Like, they, they tried to have, like, this such high stature and, like, these... But it's like, y'all are from Louisiana. <laughs> Oakdale, Louisiana, at that. Like, y'all are hood. Mm-hmm. And they, like, try to, like, you know... But that's... Even my grandma's sisters, if you've met them, like, they all have, like, this thing with, like, deep down their ghetto spot. So, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I just never got, like... I don't... I'm bougie. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Do I have this? But even in... Because I married into your family. Well, you mm-hmm. and I were friends already, but I married into your family. Mm-hmm. And even... <clears throat> listening to your uncle and your aunt's relationship mm-hmm. he's like oh no I booed her I bougied her up if she was ghetto because mm. <laughs> because yeah he's the one that's into technology mm-hmm. he's into like wanting to go like the fancy restaurants and mm-hmm. she didn't know a lot of stuff and his they had money we didn't for mm-hmm. us like I said we tried to make it till we make it you know mm-hmm. buying stuff we couldn't really afford he actually had the funds like they were rich rich mm-hmm. so yeah that makes sense so, yeah. That makes sense. So, I feel like that's how I am. Mm. But now they say, oh, no, girl, you bougie now. We have we have turned you out. Okay? So, that's how they feel? They feel like it's about mm. me. I, would I mean, you was from question. I would question everything. Like, wait, y'all got your own soda machine? Like, you can make your own soda? Mm-hmm. Do they use it? Nope. Yep. You guys can make your own ice cream? Because you have an ice cream machine? Do they use it? Nope. They have an ice cream maker. But you will never know because they don't use it. There's like 50,000 air fryers because mm-hmm. we had an air fryer. They already had an air fryer. They weren't using it. But then they saw our air fryer and how we made chickens. Oh, we want a better air fryer. Mm. Same with the TVs. We got our TV. Oh, I like that size TV. So I'll get a bigger TV. Mm-hmm. You know, this is- they just be trying to outdo <laughs> each other. And see, I say people always look at me and they're like, oh, well, you have all these nice things. Like, you guys have money. I'm like, mm. Sure, I guess. Because, like, you know, I have my TV. I've had a Roku, a Fire Stick, and an Apple TV. I had three of them at once. Mm. My dad in there has a Roku, Apple TV, Fire Stick, a Shield, and, like, another little streaming platform thing. Like, we have nice TVs and stuff like that. Like, I've always had, like, decent stuff. But it's like, I earned it. Like, I, didn't, I just wasn't just given stuff. Like, if I got good grades and things like that, like, okay, you deserve this. Right. Like, I was never just given shit. So, yeah, people look at me and like, oh, well, yeah, you've always had all these great, fantastic things. Like, sure, but don't think it was a struggle for him to, like, to do these things. But also, you know, parents want you to have nice things so you can feel like you're rewarded. Right. And they want to give you things, you know, they didn't have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But uh, definitely, the, I feel like, and that's also one of the reasons I kind of feel like I'm kind of outcasted on that side of my family because they are such like you know bougie <laughs> and I'm not like don't I am but I'm definitely more laid back than they are mm-hmm. so then they're doing this stuff I'm like y'all are doing a lot oh right yeah because even and then because the way they because y'all especially I love these jokes I remember it was one of them backyard boogies we was having and you were turning natural and your mm-hmm. grandma was like so you woke up and chose us to do your hair today 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> and that was the other thing. My mom, when she was still um, at my grandma's house, I think I had did a wash and go. Mm-hmm. And I went up there. She was like, oh, I love your little nappy hair. And I was just like, it's, it's curly. It's not. And, but that's also a form of self, like that's self-hate. Because mm-hmm. even grandma, she was talking mad shit about people dyeing their hair for so many years. And then she walked around with purple hair. And it's purple, purple, purple too. Purple. Like it's not even light purple. Because I remember even Dele, like I told him her hair was purple. And he was like, okay. And he thought it was like a little mist of purple, mm-hmm. like silver with like a little tint. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of her and said to him, he was like, oh, it's purple. <laughs> I said, yes, it's purple purple it has been purple for years now she don't she ain't going back Mm-mm. i'm surprised she ain't tried all the colors no nope. it's purple mm-hmm. i was at the house with uh they were redoing it mm. and I was like, oh, who does it i don't Moni was doing it mm. <coughs> yeah yeah i but talked all mad type of shit for years about colored hair and then turned around and i'm gonna go purple <laughs> that's i was just like but also, that's older age. You get a little bit more lax mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. So she might not. But also, at this point, because even Courtney, my cousin, um, she always wanted her nose piercing, too. But she was afraid what grandma was going to say. So when I got mine and everything kind of just smoothed over, she was like, okay, well, that's my opportunity to go. Let me do it quick before mm-hmm. she changed her mind about it type mm-hmm. thing. Because I was like, I don't care. Well, what how is she going to feel with this hey i don't it, it is what it is i don't care and jay i asked jay about their dad like what if they say i was in his face talking to him he ain't said nothing about it mm-hmm. so do you think he's noticed it's just not saying nothing? i don't think he's noticed so he hasn't noticed i don't think so. talking right to your face no because even when i had my um the first time i got my nose pierced mm-hmm. with the stud um i had a thing for a year before he was like what's that in your nose mm-hmm. he still ain't noticed the hair or nothing what do you mean he ain't noticed the hair? He has not noticed the hair. Does he think he's cool? You, you would usually wear a twist. So does he think that you just wear a twist all the time? Well, no. I mean, he knows my hair is locked. I'm talking about the color. Oh, well, because it's a peekaboo thing. So, But I mean, I wore it up for like the first couple of days because I had to let it oxidize and breathe and get the sun. Uh, he ain't noticed a thing. I'm pretty sure Regina has noticed and hasn't said anything. I just ain't said nothing. This is usually have interesting, familiar relationship like he has not he don't pay attention to me at all i was right like literally got home last night i was talking to him we was this close he didn't, he didn't even notice and i know he didn't notice because he's gonna say something we notices because <laughs> even with uh this was my first tattoo mm-hmm. um i had it for a smooth year and a half and we were at um some restaurant and it was him and regina on the other side i'm sitting on my side and regina was like we'll take a picture of us so i'm holding the, the phone and he was like, what's that on your, what is that writing? I was like, oh, it's my tattoo. And he was like, you have a tattoo? And I was like, I've had this for a while. Regina was like, you ain't noticed that before? Yeah, he don't pay attention. And that says something about their relationship, too, that they don't pillow talk about the kids. It's like, so, hey, so-and-so, did you notice that Jay has this? Or mm-hmm. this, this, our son has this? Like, they don't nope. even talk about Because Josh is tatted up. That nigga got all type of tattoos. So at this point, because he also had all of his before I had mine. Mm. His first tattoo was like a big old lion. That was his first. Mm-hmm. And mind so you, he's, he's not a Leo. Small. No, he did not. 
he's not a Leo. <laughs> he, he's a Pisces, just like me. So I don't know why that motherfucker got a lion, but beyond me. And then he has like Regina right here. She told him, don't get my name tattooed on you. And he went and did it anyway. It's like right in here. Like all his, both his arms are tatted up. He probably got some stuff in here. I wouldn't know, but I'm pretty sure he do. That's a shame. So I, I just always imagine like brothers be just walking at their room, shirt off, underwear, going to the bathroom. Mm-mm. No, but you don't even see him because y'all all keep y'all doors closed. This is true. This is fast. That is so interesting. Yeah, we yeah. Just, you walk we're in, we're recording in Jay's house, mm-hmm. and so all the doors are like just closed. And but you notice you never really see anybody when you come here. I don't. I hear TVs because your dad's in his den mm-hmm. area. But it's not like, who's here? Yeah. Hi. Nothing. No, it's none nothing. of that. Everybody mind the business mm-hmm. in this house. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, we mind the business. Because everybody's grown. So it's like, we, unless it needs to be brought to everybody's attention, in and out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, I'm like, so does your brothers know that you have, a, like, you're in here recording? Because Jay was talking like, oh, he has a PS5 and he may be playing Fortnite. That's something you do. You stream it. Like, does he know that you do it? Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. Oh. He might. He might not. I have. He ain't said anything to me about it. I ain't said anything to him about it. Mm-hmm. He might know. He might not know. I have no idea. But also, whenever I would be streaming and recording, he wouldn't be home no way. Because he'd be at work or, you know, out and about gallivanting. Yeah. He'd be in here late at night, like, 1 a.m. playing his games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have no idea. But family relationships, man. Family relationships. Because, yeah, I don't... We don't interact in this house. Even my therapist is like, so y'all have pods. Because I'm like, I'll talk to my dad. My dad will talk to Regina. Regina talks to Josh. But all of us don't sit and just talk to each other. And y'all don't have, like, family dinners? Nothing. The most is we'll sit there, eat breakfast in the morning. And just quiet? No, we don't even talk at breakfast. But not even really about... It'd be about other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing I love about um, my husband's family. Like, on Sundays, it's usually a family day. So, mm-hmm. that's when, like, we'll cook. And um, we're watching TV together. Or just, like, football season. We're watching the games together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also on Wednesdays, we do, like, devotionals together. So, mm-hmm. like, we have moments. And then sometimes my mother-in-law is like, hey, let's have a game night. Let's do it. I tried. I have brought up a game night multiple times for mm-hmm. this house. And my dad's always like, no. We like his face. Girl, and I have so many games. Mm-hmm. So and many we have games. some of your games. Oh, no, I took them back. You took all of them? I took the duffel back. It's you in my the... trunk. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I even got my damn... Uh... Culture tag. Yep. I got I it I saw. Back. Me and Harper, as soon as we walked into the door, and we saw the culture tag on some little device that they had mm-hmm. on the floor. My also Jay's making sure they're taking their game, because mm-hmm. my husband's sister was, had stole it. Straight up hoodwinked it. Stole it. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, no, this is my game, because she's so good at it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. And I know Moni was good at the religious ones. Mm-hmm. Or the churchy, the churchy ones. ones. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah. Even our uh, family game nights have spilled over. So like Jay will come over. Or mm-hmm. um, our friend, who's also my husband's god sister, she'll come over. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 yeah. Just, like that's when I get my game nights in. Because then these niggas here. <laughs> like, nope, we're fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody didn't even got to be home. We could just play cards. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jenga, something. Monopoly. And even Moni was like into when we when the pandemic was really hot. 
um, when we did the Jackbox mm-hmm. and we had everybody on there. Mm-hmm. It's like, I loved it. That was fun. We got, and then your cousin Courtney was able to join. Yeah, because we were doing it over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were all just like, we miss each other and we can't, like, we were all actually following pandemic rules. Mm-hmm. We were all just quarantined in the house. So we were like, how can we figure this out? And we did it over Zoom. Yeah. And Courtney, all the way in Texas, was able to come in and Moni found out, and of course, she was like, y'all playing games? Mm-hmm. But then, because our, when it was just us, we were pretty raunchy. And so then we were like, well, we got to clean it up a little bit. And then she became raunchy. Yeah. Wait a minute. This it's was like, yours? Right. That was yours. You, you did that? <laughs> and so I was like, well, then let me be raunchy. And it was like, all right, well, that's a little too raunchy. Because <laughs> you know, I'm always pushing to the extreme. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. Um, I feel like I love and hate. I have like a very love-hate relationship with my family. Like, don't even, there are always times like, man, I can't stand it. I wish I was born into something else. Mm-hmm. And then there are times like, I wouldn't want to be in any other family. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's every family. Every family. Because yeah. my issues with mine, you know, talk about disappointments. So, like, even something as recent as Resurrection Day or Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. I said, maybe my husband we hosted. So my mom was supposed to come over. My mm-hmm. sister was supposed to come over. And my mom stood me up. She didn't come. And she didn't. She didn't call me. She didn't text me. Like, hey, I know I'm supposed to be over there, but I couldn't. I can't make it because so and so, whatever. Mm-hmm. She didn't. I had to call her, and she's like, Candace, don't be mad at me. It's Easter. Don't be mad at your mother on Easter. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't be mad. She's telling me not to be mad. Like, you know what? Choose peace, girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in my feelings about it. I'm not gonna be still standing me up. I don't know. It's because she feels like I have this new family, and she probably doesn't feel mm-hmm. as welcome or as a part of it or she doesn't feel like she's intruding mm-hmm. on it. So, I don't know. So I'm trying to maneuver it all because mm-hmm. my whole heart is I want a big family. Mm-hmm. I want, well, if, if Lord allows me to have children, to be able to like, go to each mm-hmm. grandma's house and let the grandmas hang out. Like, I have a picture of my mom and Moni going to get their nails done, going to some movies together, mm-hmm. you know, and grandma, because Grandma got to be a part of it. Yep. But that's what I want. But I feel like my family is so separated and they have their own traumas that they, mm-hmm. the voices in their head be like, no. Yeah. I can't. I don't want to do it. I feel like, you know, I don't, I don't want to overstay my welcome or mm-hmm. stand on somebody's toes kind of thing. Yeah. So that she, she just gets comfortable with her own family. So I have to go to her mm-hmm. or, or I have to see her at my. My family's stuff, like, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard for her to come yeah. to my husband's side. I mean, which is weird because when the relationship first started... There like, was a lot of intermingling. Yeah, yeah, and they were fine. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Mm. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I know recently you were talking about how, um, I guess, my uncle... Manuel uh, was over and Moni and him was running around the house chasing each other around like kids. These people are in their 60s. I saw this post that was like, when you're a kid, at a certain point you start to realize this is the last time you and your siblings will probably live in the house together. Mm. So then when you do get together as adults, you kind of just revert back to that childhood play of kids. And that's exactly how it works. It Mm. was uh, me and my husband and his mom, we went to their grandma's house mm-hmm. to help put some drawers together mm-hmm. and so 
all of a sudden, it was I all here because I'm in there in the room with my husband helping with the drawers mm-hmm. and folding up clothes to put the drawers, you know, get them correct. Mm-hmm. But all I hear is a lot of running around and yelling and your grandma, y'all need to stop running around in my house or you did what? You said what? And then because uh, Moni and her mom was already yelling at each other and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, her brother come up and he started bug- bugging his mom. The babies of my mama, like you was just... Mm-hmm. He was just into it with your mama. Now your brother's involved. And yep. now it's like, uh-uh, I know you do that to my mom. And then you notice the ages too, because my mom was the oldest mm-hmm. and Moni was the middle and then Manuel was the youngest. Mm-hmm. So it's like all that comes back out, even though they're about to be damn near 70 right. years old. And, it's the, and so there's stairs in the house. So you can hear them running up and down stairs. And your, and your grandma is still is like keeping up with them going up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And Mind I, you, she walking with a cane now and running up and down these damn steps. Uh-huh. Chasing her kids uh-huh. and, and so we're at her house but Moni's like you know what don't you just want to go in your room leave us alone go in your room like how are you going to send your mother to her room in her house but no also that's the thing at a certain point I've noticed you become the parent mm-hmm. like like when you're a child your parent definitely parents you but at a certain age you become the parent because what my mama how was like, what do you put that down what are you doing what well, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. And so, so it definitely is role reversal. Yeah. I haven't quite gotten there with my dad, but I think we're we're getting there. Because he'd be like, I remember that. I'm like, Dad, we, we went to this restaurant. He's like, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga, we went. We've been multiple times. Oh, don't even, don't even go there. Because, yes, last night, my uncle is calling his daughter. He's saying her full name. I'm like, that's not her name no more. She's married. Mm-hmm. He said, no, she's not. And if she is, she goes by her maiden name, my name. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my baby. I was like, no, she's married. Mm-hmm. And we went to the wedding. You can't tell me they married. Because when that happened, they're not married. Mm-hmm. I was like, uncle, we went to the wedding. He's like, you know what? You're right. And see, at least he admitted it. My dad will sit there and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm- so then I pulled up the picture. And he was mm-hmm. like... I guess I've been there a few times. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. I was like, how do you forget your own daughter's wedding? Mm-hmm. He said, I've never called her by her married name. I've always called her by her name. Mm-hmm. That name I gave her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So at a certain point, it just kind of flips. <sighs> or the child just remains a child. Because my cousin's like that. Don't be talking to my daddy like that. That's my daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. For me, it, it definitely flipped. And I know for Ramona, it's like, because grandma be talking about, she don't let me go nowhere. She don't let me do nothing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it's a, it's a weird relationship with them because uh, Moni's eldest child stays with her grandmother. Yes. And so they're battling, well, I'm, she's with me. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, her but, caretaker, but I'm, but I'm her, her mother. mother. So yep. Just, yep. just these things. It's so, like, fam- the familial, and they can be so, like, convoluted and twisted but they're 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 honestly beautiful i Mm -hmm. feel like Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it's a wild thing um but yeah i just i saw that and i may have sent it to you when i saw it i I might have i don't remember it was on tiktok you don't be on you know you don't be on so you trying you're trying you've definitely been on more recently and i've been proud of you okay thank you but still i don't post the dang thing you send everything to me to post and I'm going to I don't post a dang thing and even because even um, our older generations are into Facebook and stuff so they mm-hmm. see posts and know how to post and know how to like and comment and stuff mm-hmm. and they're like I don't miss seeing you on there I'm like I know I don't mm-hmm. post nothing Girl, at this point if anybody expects to see me on Facebook they're wasting their time <laughs> 
I think I got on there recently and I updated my profile picture. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you had to change your name. I did. I changed my name. And I think that's what so Grandma saw. Oh. I think that's why she texted me. Yeah. Okay, she was sense. like, what is this This J? Like, what is this name change? Because Jay didn't have not a near conversation. With nobody. But nobody. All It was my wedding. And you just showed up. Mm-hmm. Three piece suit. And it's like, oh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We just saw you. You had on a nice dress. But do you remember? Up. I asked you. I was like, do you want me to? Like, I'll wear it. I, I, I'll do it if mm-hmm. you want me to. You mm-hmm. want to be comfortable. I said, bet. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing your aunt and your grandma, like, and it's, even your aunt made a joke. Like, oh, I guess I got two nephews. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. When did that happen? <laughs> we were taking the pictures. Mm. It's like, yeah. So, because everybody was taking their little pods of pictures with mm-hmm. each other. It's like we are, I guess she said I don't know if it was under her breath or something like well I got two nephews I did not hear that that's hilarious <laughs> but yeah basically essentially because oh, yeah. even Quincy was little he was like oh okay like that's nobody how you decided to present yeah. yourself because yeah. before that it was your mom's service and you had a dress mm-hmm. you had a dress yeah I had, had a dress on mom service yeah and I guess that was the next big event where everybody was at yeah because mm-hmm. like you knew kind of mm-hmm. and like the friend group had kind of slowly seen the progression but then like mm-hmm. for my family that was the first time being like oh okay yeah because even with my dad I was like hey dad can you iron like these pants for me and he was like what are they like dress like or something I was like yeah yeah, they just like And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll iron them. Mm-hmm. And he, we ain't talked about it. He was just like, sure. Yeah. Even with um, what I wore to Elise's wedding, uh, not wedding, birthday. <laughs> Manifestation. He's about to get married. Man, mm-hmm. speaking of what I wore to Elise's birthday, I had him um, iron the dress shirt in the pants. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, okay. He was like, you look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, you rocking them suits. And if it, if it was up to me and Life had been what it should have been before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was like, who going to stand next to us and what they going to wear? And I was just the whole thing between mm-hmm. you and Elise. Like, y'all going to rock the mess out some, some suits. suits. Yep. And I was always like, if you want me to, and even I think Elise, like, if you want me to wear a dress mm-hmm. to your wedding, we'll do it. Like, it's no issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is a preference. We prefer to dress this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was the ongoing conversation as soon as we got engaged because you're you're close to both of us. Like mm-hmm. my husband is your actual blood cousin. Yeah, that's my cousin. We are best friends. A relationship. Yeah. Okay, so it's like who are you gonna stand with? And that's what really helped us. We was okay when the pandemic helped. Mm-hmm. It helped us because it's like you didn't oh, have to argue about it. Oh, yeah. So we don't even have nobody stand with us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and 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 even the party itself can be small. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the question is, when you guys do your renewal, why certain problems? See, uh, why you got? Why you got? Why, so why are we talking about this? Understand, pod pod guys. Um, they had a pandemic wedding, so it was like she just has small wedding. Nobody stand with them. They said they were then, you know, after everything kind of cleared up, they were going to have a real, you know, a full-on wedding wedding mm-hmm. and do, like, a renewal ceremony. So, at that point, you still need the people to stand with you. Or unless you guys are just still going to do it by yourselves and just have, actually, a bigger ceremony. Can we just have a reception and say we did? <laughs> Don't and say we did? <laughs> right. Because that's, that's the thing. When we're all in the same friend group, who stands with who? Yeah. And then... My husband's like, well, this is my cousin. So mm-hmm. I I basically claim you. You can't even say you her friend. Like, you my cousin. You're going to stand next to me. What? 
But then I would honestly, like I would stand with him because I am his cousin. Also, we ain't got nobody else. And at the time, he didn't really have no other friends. And that's what he was saying. He's like, he's like, you can, you have so many other friends. My cousins are my friends. Yep. It's okay. like me and Quentin. That's all I got. <laughs> but as, like now he has Cody and I feel like he has Sonny. Like he has some other people. But especially early on, like before you guys even engaged, you were just having a conversation. It was like, well, he ain't got nobody else. Like we ain't got no choice but to stand with him. Because you're going to have 10 people and he's going to have right, two. Right, because I have, I have, I actually have a female sibling, sibling. So if I mm. needed to, if I wanted to, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's like, but y'all my friends yeah y'all like, gonna stand next to me I, it, it came down to the point where y'all to have split outfits right 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 <laughs> turn to the side of my picture and then turn to the side of this picture right cause honestly I was like I would stand with him because that's my cousin and he ain't got nobody else but I wanna stand on my best friend's side mm-hmm. but then it's also hard cause it's like that's my cousin so yeah it was it was a tough it was a tough yeah, decision was, to make so the pandemic really yeah. helped us we had nobody stand with Mm-hmm. But they like said, y'all gotta make a decision when it comes to that renewal. Jay, stop causing problems. <laughs> okay, <sighs> so let's move forward. We're still talking about familiar relationships. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna get a little deeper now with this uh, little ticky tack. So we'll play the sound and as usual, we'll talk about it. Your parents only know what they know. Why is this really important? Because we're from two totally different generations. And for some reason, the older generation believe that the way that they did things before is the only way to do things. Like going to college, working the rest of your life, you know shit like that. And what happens is we end up growing resentment and not liking our parents because they want to keep controlling the way that we want to do things. I just want to let y'all know to be aware of that. Be aware that they were taught these things years ago and probably haven't done any research on anything in the past 10 to 15 years. I'm not going to lie. A lot of us actually know more than our parents, but you can't tell them that. Why? Because they feel like just because they've been on this earth longer than you, they supposedly know more than you. Most of our parents only get their info from the news. And we all know that the news spoil bullshit all day. Just hella propaganda and fear mongering shit. And I just want to let y'all know something. They only know what they know. So in reality, we can't even get mad at them for real. I agree. Facts. Like they, they, they're doing the best that they can with what they have with us, and that's all they got. Mm-hmm. Like there's no they, handbook they on everything. it. Everything yeah. Inside. Nope. They just this. figuring it out, and like they're you know taking some of the stuff that their parents taught them that you know they thought okay this didn't really harm me that much, but this thing did. So I don't want to carry this over. And then sometimes they carry it over unintentionally. Because the more you try to be like your parents, the more you become your parents. My God. Or you date your parents. And I didn't, I didn't even grow up with my biological dad. Mm-hmm. And I heard the stories how my whatever my dad had, what quirks he had or what he didn't have, mm-hmm. what he lacked. My mom, what she would get annoyed by. And I was like, oh, I would never want that. And I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to stay together forever. My husband, my parents never married. They were mm-hmm. just really close friends. Yeah. <clears throat> Which always baffles uh-huh. me because they huh? literally grew up together and dated after, mm. and then they had this on again, off again relationship. And she was like, "You know what? If I'm not married and have a family by this age, mm-hmm. then you're gonna be my dude." So who's Myesha's daddy? Same. Oh, I don't know why I thought y'all had. I don't know why I thought she had a different dad. Mm. Huh. She had different moms. Oh, you probably wouldn't think that because she looks just like your mama. She's similar to my mom. Bruh, literally, (laughs) she is your mama's twin. So your daddy has a type because, oh my God. But her mama looks like Aretha Franklin. Like, Hmm. legit. Interesting. 
But people thought she was Aretha Franklin. Well, I mean, you swear for now, my, my grandmother's my Angelou. She is, and she's a poet. <laughs> when you found out that, you was like, no, this is this is a fluke. Like, And I told you, they actually met. Like, my grandmother and no, my Angelou No one met. warned me. No one warned me that she looked like my Angelou. I went in there, and I was like, my Angelou. <laughs> and he's like, everybody's like, no, they not. That's not my Angelou. I'm like, so my line, mm. so my line. Like I remember as a kid in middle school, there was a picture of my Angelou up on the wall, and so there would be times where, like I would see at the corner of my eye, I have to do a double take, and I'm like, why is there? Oh yeah, that's right, because it's not my grandmother. But they actually met once. I got a book signing, mm-hmm. and they kind of looked at each other up and down. I'm just kind of like. Okay, I, I see it. Mm-hmm. And that was that, yeah. Uh-huh. The, there's probably some type of familiar relation there somewhere. Who knows? Because your grandma is a poet. Yeah. She's a poet. Mine's a little poet. They look they literally. They look like they, the look like they could have been the twins. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. fraternal twins. It's yeah. Ridiculous. And now she has a little statue of mine on her table. I'm like, you did the You just put a statue of yourself? Yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And she looked up. She loved my Angelou. How old? What's their age difference? I don't know. But yes, my older sister is my paternal sister. Mm, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very similar because my sister, my, my paternal sister, my, uh, well, she's technically my half-sister. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't use those half. Right. We don't know half nothing. Uh-huh. You're my sister. Right. Because um, she ended up having two girls. It's like my mama. And she would do her hair. Their hair is just like my mom would. Um, she actually lived with us for a while. Like mm. So my mom, because my mom, again, was very close to our dad. Mm-hmm. So she was always in and out of his life. So mm-hmm. my mom became really close to her, too. Yeah. Like she basically grew up with my mom. Like, I would have never known that. Because she even calls her mom, mom, don't she? Yeah. yeah I like, call her I, mom, mom, too. I thought, because first of all, they literally look just like <laughs> spitting images. So that's, that's... That's the same for me and Harper's sister. It's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This is not your mom's biological child? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'd I be forgetting about that, too. But then also type. Type. Because they, they look alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because the funny thing is, that's my family, and I didn't even know that as a kid. So the first really? time I met Katura's mom, because it was... Katura's like in her 40s mm-hmm. so I, I never knew and so the first time I met Katura's mom for I was like oh mm-hmm. but then also I was like I mean I see it I right. see it but if you look at Ramona and Katura you couldn't tell them that that's not, not her biological all. child like, I feel lied to mm-hmm. my eyes feel deceived because it's like even the daughter like mm-hmm. the grandchild yeah it looks like this could be mm-hmm. you know and it's just so weird to me and I was like from the hips everything like i don't understand how is this mm-hmm. not your child but child? it's but also that goes in a tight because yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. she looks more like her than her own son mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true this is true because <laughs> harper kind of don't look like either one of them for real i mean if you look at him long enough yeah yeah you see he has yeah, I don't know where he comes from. Yeah. Because you and your brother, you could tell, come mm-hmm. from your parents who look like they could have been siblings. And then also your grandma, because they all look, mm-hmm. they all have that. The funny thing is, I was looking at a picture of my grandma, my mom, and Moni, and it just looks like the, the toner just ran out <laughs> because they literally have the exact same face. The and the cold right part now. is, if you can stick me right in there, 
Because same face. Mm-hmm. We cannot deny each other if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then me and Quentin look just alike. That's yeah. what I'm saying, because I thought, like, oh, I was looking at the picture, like, oh, this is your uncle? Like, no, that's that's my dad. Like, are you serious? Because because uh, it looked like your grandpa, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, how? Yeah. That's the thing. Women date their parents. Yeah. And that's what, that's what started. Like, I didn't I didn't want my to, to date my dad. My dad mm-hmm. was so annoying. He never kept his word. Like, I was a kid sitting on the porch waiting for dad to come. Mm-hmm. And dad wouldn't come. Damn. So... I didn't even realize it until I took my husband, who was my then boyfriend, mm-hmm. to that side of the family. It's a little get together. Mm-hmm. And they all my aunts and them look at him, it's like, he look like us. That's something you wanna hear. When you when you dating somebody. Yeah. And y'all smashing. And my aunts and them was like, Are you serious? Like they're my cousins, they all come out outside and looking at him like mm-hmm. he looked like us. Yeah. Y'all should do a DNA test. Like, where would he fit in this situation? Like who's somebody might have had you know a whose little, child would he be? You okay. know, Papa was a Rolling Stone sometimes. <laughs> like it'd be like that, but not even in because not even my dad's siblings all had the same dad. Mm. They just not find out who their their father. Oh are. yeah, they, they didn't know because my dad he was the oldest one, and mm-hmm. so he only had that one dad. But he grew up with his dad, mm-hmm. not knowing that was his dad. Mm-hmm. He thought it was his uncle. Oh, who would just come and bring him toys. And that's why, and now that I'm thinking about it, that's why my dad was the way that to me. Like, he would just come in and bring, bring stuff. Bring a toy and then yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah. Parents only know what they know. They only know what they know. I, and just they, yeah, cycles. Yeah, but I'm, my husband is still splitting the image of my dad. Mm. I mean, yeah. if I, if I, I mean, I'll post it on my, I guess, on my account so y'all can see. But it's literally. Is your page still private? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Why is it private? <laughs> You got to make that thing public, child. Yeah, as you public. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, there's literally a picture of them at the same place. Because mm. my husband went to school in Arizona, and my dad and his family, they were party people. They would go to places to have a party. And this is a mm. place that you would go to have a party. And they're doing the same, like, the tube thing. And it's literally mm. the same pose, the same area. Wow. And I'm like... He's that's, literally that's like troubling. Troubling. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, I swear. And then looking at the pictures because we were going through a lot of his pictures for, mm-hmm. for his service and his uh, obituary, and it's just like you literally could have been my dad, reincarnated, reincarnated. Like mm-hmm. it's that weird. And even when he came to my mom's side of the family, it's like, is that your dad? Mm-hmm. That your dad walking up in here? I'm like, no. When well, you showed a picture of your dad, I was like, yeah, I see it. And I showed it to his parents. It's like. Down to the hair, the mustache, the skin color, Mm -hmm. the eyes, everything. Everything. Spitting image. Scary. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't notice it. Everybody else noticed it. Mm -hmm. And I got mad and we broke up. (laughs) But now you're married. But now I'm married. (laughs) But the thing is chill like it actually happens. This happened to Quentin. So we were in, I wanna say this movie was in Galveston. Mm -hmm. Um reunion. And we you know, the Galveston's right there by the beach. And so we were at the beach, and Quentin, you know, started talking to this girl or whatever. But wasn't it for a family reunion? We were out there for a family reunion, yes. But, you know, we just, and Galveston, he sees this girl, they start talking very next day. What you doing here? I'm here for a family reunion. What you doing here? Family reunion. Mind you, we in the same place, the Sanders family reunion. Obviously, some, maybe, well, she could have been a friend family, but nope. Family. See, yep. I, I wouldn't even try to talk to somebody. Why are you on vacation for a family reunion? On vacation for a family reunion because you just don't know. It's too many people. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. 
Yeah. Like I said, I think it should be a requirement that DNA tests are done for before people get married. Period. I agree. But I agree. Yeah, child. That happened to him. It, it, <laughs> it did. It happened to him. That was dumb. I would never. Like, we came out here for family reunion. You just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 it, yeah, that's a, that's a slippery slope. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, definitely. And um, being like the younger, and me and my brother are seven years apart. So I think he was like, well, dad was a little bit more lax with you than he was with me. But also the girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, the stuff that I couldn't do that. But like, even with Josh, like Josh got to, you know, ride in a limo to his prom and all these things. Quentin was like, um, well, Josh had a champagne party and Quentin was upset because he didn't have that. And he wanted it. And dad was like, well, I didn't know nothing about a champagne party and a limo and all this stuff. But also, that's not dad's child. So Regina was, you know, on top of all that stuff. And she wasn't really around when Quentin was in high school and stuff like that. So he saw Josh do it, even like from his middle school and stuff like that. He was, you know, he felt some type of way. So what's the age difference between Josh and Quentin? Uh, me, me and Quentin are seven years apart. Me and Josh are two years apart. So they're five years apart. Mm-hmm. So like I said, when I was graduating elementary school, Quentin was graduating high school. So when they, I don't think they were married yet, but it was like that transition phase of them getting married. Quentin was already out of high school, basically. Prom was already over, all that stuff. So my dad didn't know anything about that. But Quentin, mm-hmm. you know, went through all these things. He was talking to my dad about it and he didn't get to have it. But then he turns around and Josh is getting all these things. And so he, he definitely felt some type of resentment, but it's also, that's not dad's child it is what it isn't you know mm-hmm. and so yeah like definitely it's, it's also that learning curve like mm-hmm. you were the first and yeah we were going through different things and i didn't know I, mm-hmm. my whole job is to get y'all through high school yeah you got through high school bro yeah, single dad at that mm-hmm. like taking care of two children mm-hmm. so yeah like he it's 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 absolutely because even now i know it's like he's like we different scenario we get different parents the way my dad parents me is not the same way he parents Quentin. Mm-hmm. But also, you can't. Like, every child doesn't take the same parenting. Mm-hmm. And people that try to do that realize, oh, well, this, I can't do the same thing I did with this child with this child. It's just not going to work. So, yeah, we definitely, same, we went through the same stuff, but the way it affected us was differently, too. And he also went through a lot more than you did because the seven years. Yeah, he was older. Yeah, he was older. Yeah. So he went through a lot of stuff before you even got here. Got here. And then he was also more aware. He he could kind of understand more what was going on in that time frame mm-hmm. than I could. Like, I understood, but he understood what mm-hmm. was happening. So it affected us differently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I, my, I'm the oldest in my mom's household. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would ask, like, if I wanted to get a job in high school or I wanted a new laptop or stuff. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Your stuff that you already have is good enough. Mm-hmm. You don't need no new stuff. It's functional. You good. Yep. Um, or, and then when I wanted a job, like, well, who's going to get you there? Who's going to take, who's going to take you there? Because mm-hmm. I ain't going to be picking you up and dropping you off. Yep. But as soon as my sister get into that, and we're only two and a half years apart. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you need a new laptop? Let's get you a new laptop. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to get a job? We'll take you. And she had a job all the way in downtown LA. Interesting. Traffic. 
Wow. Back and forth. And they did it. I was like, for real? I, I was, was just trying to take, work at McDonald's. I, Chuck E. Cheese, bro. Girl. And take Lake the Wood. bus. And yeah. take the bus. Yep. Not happening. Mm-hmm. But she allowed it. And it gave her different experiences. She, her resume looked different. Yep. Um, she had different mindsets and different goals. She was able to have a little paycheck. So she just, she could do it. And it was different. her money. So she it yeah. was different. Where you kind of had to, hey, mom, can I have this? Hey, mom, can I mm-hmm. use that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I still wouldn't get it because, oh, oh no, Candace, this is how much we have to pay for the car, for our, the car note, the house note. You know, mm-hmm. I, they gave me the business. Yeah. And they just let her just do whatever. And I would, I would represent to her for a long time. And then mm-hmm. I had to do chores. Oh, when yeah. When it come down to her doing chores, oh, no. I have homework to do, and I want to get a job. I ain't got time for chores. Mm-hmm. So I just, and she had a, she had an attitude. Mm-hmm. So when she would yell, and her voice would carry, and anyone deal with this. It's like, you know, you do you, girl. Yeah. But me, I'm a little Miko me. A little shy, soft-spoken. Yeah. So, yeah. You know? So I, I did it and I would clean the house all by myself. Mm. And I was just be resentful. Like you sit here and get to watch Saturday cartoons, mm. not to clean around you. Yep. You in your room and I'm in here doing everything. I'm yeah. pissed off. Yeah. Pissed off. Like I, 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 was, I felt like Cinderella. I felt like I was being abused. <laughs> like being the younger child, I don't really know. Like, but I, I know for a fact that my brother felt some resentment about certain things and like felt some type of way. Even just the. So, Grandma used to take us all out and stuff like that when we were younger. But before it started out, it was just Harper and Quentin. Mm-hmm. And Courtney was not involved in it at all. I wasn't involved in it at all. And then when I realized what was happening, I would scream and holler and throw a fit. I just wanted to go, too. I wanted to be included. Mm-hmm. And so, and they realized, she didn't even really want to do what they're doing. She just wants to go. Mm-hmm. So they would be out and about and all type of stuff. They would leave me and I'd just be happy just to be out. Mm-hmm. But I would scream and holler because I felt like it wasn't fair. Like, why do they get to go? Mm-hmm. And grandma was like, I just got the boys to the age they can go to the movies and they can go to the bathroom by themselves. And I can just sit here and, you know, sleep basically. Now I got y'all two little ones with me and I can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. And it was back when Chuck E. Cheese used to still sell like wine and beer. So she would sit there with her paper and her wine, her, <laughs> eat her pizza and chill. But yeah, um, Grandma said so the funny thing is like when we would go to the park, she would be nervous because we would get on our bikes and stuff. And, you know, they're older. They would run off and leave me because I was on training wheels. And they would run off and leave me. And then she noticed I'd just be on a swing set making friends with a little kid. Like, I just wanted to be included. Mm-hmm. But if I wasn't, it was a problem. <laughs> and Quentin was upset because he was like... Mm-hmm. I feel my little sister. Mm-hmm. Yep. Harper wasn't really happy about it. But yeah, it, it honestly, and I feel like that strengthened our bond as the four of us because we were together every weekend all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that it was definitely different until I was like, absolutely not. Courtney just let it ride. Courtney was like, whatever. Me? Yeah! yeah. And it was like, you know what? Just, we're just, we're just gonna bring them. Mm-hmm. Just, just take the both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it ended up working out. But yeah, that was that was the difference. Like they got treated differently than us. Well, and he if he would have known my situation, because he mad because he didn't want to take care of you. Like, oh, we gotta take her. I'm gonna have to watch her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, my resentment came from a different place. I wanted a cell phone, 
in middle school. You know, you middle school, you started wanting to do like after school activities. You mm-hmm. had friends you want to talk. So back in my day, we had chirp bumps. So and they had back the different versions my day. and the different versions of it. And so the I fifty was the older version. It was the brick phone. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, the cool phone to have was the I two hundred five. The smaller. I remember the I two hundred five. Uh huh. Or 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 if you real cool, you had the flip phone. It was the newest one. The mm-hmm. flip ones. And so I was like, well, can I have a phone? My mom was like, no. But then eventually she ended up getting us the phone, and she had two phones. Mm-hmm. They weren't even the same ones, but they were the chirp phones. Mm-hmm. One was I fifty, another one was like an I two hundred five or or the Roxy was one of them. Mm-hmm. Guess who got the I fifty? Me. She said, well, I thought you would want it. You know, it's bigger and stuff. Mom, this is the, this no give Shannon this one because she's, she's younger, younger. You know, mm-hmm. it's her first phone. I I have friends they gonna they gonna make they fun gonna of, laugh me. of me. Yeah, it's like no, Candace, I've already given her this one. You are gonna have this one, and it's, it has a nice little case. She gave me the because I think the phone itself was blue, but she gave mm. me a red case and stuff. Oh, I got oh I got docked on. So so let me tell you, you talk about phones. I had a Firefly. Mm-hmm. If, for y'all that don't know. The, the Firefly is cool now. They've, they've made it cool now. But when I had it, it was like a little egg of a phone. <laughs> Literally, it was about the size of an egg. Mm-hmm. And it had two buttons. Mom, dad. <laughs> and no, you know, it had three buttons. It had mom, dad, and then it also had like a little um, contact list book that you can all call other people in the contact list. Mm-hmm. But it had to be people that your parents programmed in there. Oh. Child, my friends like this ain't even a real phone, <laughs> and I would have to call my dad and prove that it was real. And it was like you actually talk. They're like, yeah, here. And they're like, yes, the phone. Like he was, he was so sick of that shit. But that was my first phone, a little oh, Firefly. But also, I was in elementary school. So you got one in elementary school. I had to wait till mm. seventh grade. That means my sister wasn't even in middle school. She was still in elementary school with I till five. Yep. I in seventh grade is when I got my sidekick. And that was my first, like, real phone. Mm-hmm. And Everybody then, else had sidekicks. Yeah, I went from the sidekick to the iPhone. And I've been on the iPhone train since. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I had the sidekick. But then that first little phone was that little, itty, like, egg of a phone. It fit in the palm of your hand. Little Firefly. It was blue. <laughs> and I mean, the funny thing is, I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw other kids in their phones. And I was like, oh, I made a bad decision. But then the reason my dad let me have it is because you could only call the people in this phone. Other than right. that, he would not have done it. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm but... pissed off. And all my friends make fun of me. Like, oh, you got that brick? <laughs> Look at Candace's brick. Don't throw it at nobody. Candace will hurt somebody. Especially in <laughs> middle school, like... Those are some of the meanest mm-hmm. years. Like, people think elementary and high school is bad. Middle school. Because middle school is when you start to develop your self-esteem and stuff, too. So, then yeah. you're also developing your body's changing. Yo, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Worse. Oh, such a weird time in life. Oh, that's I hate it. That's the worst. Much. Yeah. My mom didn't make it any better. Because that's when she gave me a relaxer. Pulled out my hair, so I was bald right here. Mm. She even cut it, like it was starting to grow in, it was growing in right, so she's cutting it. Whew. And it was nice and shiny, just right here. So you just had an extra forehead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So kids, they would just come in and just pop me. That's a boost. And then it was like, oh, you know, I got a forehead. And what does Candace have? A five head? I mean, technically, <sighs> I have a five head. But it was just, 
it just was more prominent because the, the, the edges was just gone. Yeah. And she would cut it. Yeah. Oh, it was Oof. gone. Hair woes, man. Her mama was right. And she just, and a lot of things she thought was cute because it was cute back in her day. Mm-hmm. It was just not cute. Because my mama is, she grew up in like the civil rights era. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's grandmothers were that age. Yeah. She had me at 38. Mm-hmm. So we are 38 years apart. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Oh, yeah. My mama had me at 42. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, your mama's a hit 42. My mama's not a hit. My mama's not a hit. Okay. Like, I was still wearing itchy, ruffly socks. Oh, yeah. Me too. <sighs> Girl, so this is the, you know, I was getting my hair pressed every two weeks. And for mm-hmm. a long time, Regina was doing it. And I would say, I want it straight. Oh, the bumped ends. I don't know what it is with the bumped ends. Mm-hmm. Why was that? Mm-hmm. I was in elementary school with bumped ends. Mm-hmm. And mind you, you already know, my mama already had me in adult hairstyles as yep. a child. So then I get to Regina and my ends is just we're just gonna bump and it's a light bump it's just a it's a small light every bump time. and then it will be the biggest bump every in time they try reassurance like it's gonna be cute it's just a little tiny bump and then you curl. have a mushroom head oh, i hated it so much and then it had bangs did you Ooh, have bangs my i didn't bangs. i didn't I thankfully bangs herself and so i would have and she put the roller the little spun roller mm-hmm. and so and then she's like, oh it's gonna fall by in the day candace never fall never of course fell. it's just so just a Yep. And yep. then and then I'm a kid, so I'm out on the playground, the wind, so it just just roll up. Uh-huh. See, by the time I had bangs, I was going to somebody else to get my hair done. So it was also straight ends mm-hmm. because she did what I asked, and then I had the full bangs. Mm. Yeah. So I didn't get a relaxer my hair straightened until middle school. Mm. I had balls and barrettes. See, my hair was relaxed from the time I was like two, three. Yeah, that's another episode. But it didn't even take your edges, though. Child, my hair is thick as ever. Even Well, that's why she did it, because my hair was so thick. And mm-hmm. it, clearly, it didn't work, because we still thick as day with these locks. Still thick, 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 thick. I remember I asked my lactation if I had anything to worry about. Like some of my smaller locks around the edges too. Mm-hmm. I was like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Your hair can, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It, even the smallest lock on your head is is secure. Right. And yeah, me and my uh, my older sister, she's about 13 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I would go to her, her, her mom's house and her house. Because mm-hmm. uh, by the time I was like a kid, kid, she was like, had her place and I was sitting there in her apartment. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so dope. Like, hang out with my sister. My she, big sister, yep. It was like a second mom, essentially, because we were yeah. here being babies. So far apart, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She had her own car, and she loved being around her sisters, but then we we're so young. Mm-hmm. So she'd have to find stuff for us to do. She could still have fun, and I, we could have fun. Yep. So I just remember going like on boardwalks and stuff with her. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed my... my my childhood. I had a really great, great childhood. It's just them teenage years mm. and on. Was, you know, I think I enjoyed my childhood. I just don't remember a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, like, giant holes in my memory just because of, like, the different traumatic events. But, uh, mm-hmm. I guess overall, from what I remember, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you, your grandma spent time with y'all. Like, yeah. She was very adamant and intentional about it. Like, every weekend, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm hang out with Grandma. Like, we was either going to the park, 
we was going to the the Magic Johnson Dollar Theater. This was still when it was a dollar, mm-hmm. and it was still the Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, yeah, we, she would take us pizza. Girl, I'm hungry. Girl, we can we can go eat. Um, she would take us to the <laughs> California Science Center. Like we was out here. We was around. She drove us to San Diego. Sometimes we go to the the what is it? Is it San Diego? Is that where the aquarium you? is? No, the aquarium. There's an aquarium in Long Beach. No, but we actually went out. Oh. The SeaWorld? SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah. And she would take us to the LA Zoo. We gotta do that as adults. I have not been to the LA Zoo as an adult. Me either. Let's go. I haven't saw the tar pits. They probably don't exist no more. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've never been to the tar pits. Mm-mm. I don't know. I mean, my mom and, well, my mom and grandma were close. My grandma would come up to a lot of excursions. And my stepdad was a truck driver, so he loved driving. So we took mm. a lot of family trips. Mm-hmm. It'd be my, my mom, my aunt, my uncle, and my grandma, uh-huh. and my cousins would all get into the car. And my great-grandfather had a, tra- a trailer, mm-hmm. so we'd also take that. Mm. So I'm saying I had a great childhood. But when things weren't good, my mom and my grandma and my aunties was going through it. Mm-hmm. It just was not. Yeah. was not a good time. It was always interesting to me just because my mom left and that caused a rift within like the family basically. Like they were upset with her for leaving and then like leaving us. And so it was always like contentious, but then we're family. So we love each other regardless and all Mm -hmm. type of stuff. Yeah. Cause even like that caused a rift between my godmother and my mom and me and my godmother lost touch for several years so like from how i was five i was like 18 mm. and then i think moni was at the mall and um her brother owns like a jewelry shop in the mall mm. and so i was like do you have her number and i remember i called her and i left her a message and i was like i don't even know if this is your number but like this is you know your goddaughter da, da, da. she called me back and like damn near tears Aww. and was like oh my god like let's get together and that's how it all started and like every weekend you would go down there mm-hmm. and like that was for a while and then it kind of like because i was when i was like 18 and it kind of shifted for a bit and then um we got back in touch again you know been you know back and forth yeah we stay in communication now though that's good yeah that's really good because that's also another familiar relationship because yeah that was that was a lot because mm-hmm. everybody was upset mm-hmm. and, and nobody understood like your children are literally children like where are you going mm-hmm. yeah yeah, just from the outside looking in, I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Especially because all of his, because he was older, like at least 10, 12 years older. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of his children were full grown, like living on their own. Like how your sister, like literally, there was no reason he couldn't come out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we were babies, of like five and 11 babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that takes a toll. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But like we're saying, we're healing from a lot of our family traumas. Yes. We are just meeting them where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's going to be some disappointments. It's going to be some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. You're going to be still crying about what a parent did. You're going to cry to a parent about something, you know? Mm-hmm. This is facts. This mm-hmm. is facts. Because I be crying on my mom about my husband. Like, oh, mama, he did this or he didn't do that. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'll be sometimes running to her house and I spend nights nice there sometimes. Like, I'm just going to hang out here. He'll be alright. Right. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it happens. Like, that's... I think that's the beauty of just family. Like, they ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. 
typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I feel like there's not a bridge that can ever be burnt to the point of no return when it comes to family. Right. Like, every now and again, but for the most part, we always going to accept you back. Right. And yeah. just like how I, I mentioned my grandmother, I'm not really close to one of my aunts and my grandmother right now because they don't want to associate with their family based mm. on religious, um, like, just based on our religion. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, last night, my family was so close that my cousin moved right, right, right across the street from my grandma. Mm. He's basically living in his wife's childhood home. Because mm. Compton's not a big place, and you either went to Dominguez High School or mm-hmm. you went to Compton High School. Yep. And everybody literally grew up together. together. Yeah. So when we had family, family like last time we had a family get together, so it's all my family, but also their friends who became family. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know like how these people weren't blood blood relatives because they've been in my life for the, my entire life. Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird seeing my grandma's house and it's just dark because they don't want to be known their home. Mm-hmm. Oh, they had they had actually had a sign like oh we're studying, um, please be mindful kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it's just so weird. That's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's so weird. And my grandma's birthday was on thursday mm-hmm. so it's just it's just so weird that they're not they're here but it's still not a part of my life yeah so it's interesting but it's like but if they wanted to come over if they mm-hmm. wanted to just say hi mm-hmm. or they wanted to you know just spend some time with them, like we would be like we'll, we'll welcome them back with mm-hmm. open arms just just that reciprocity i can't talk yeah. but it's just like if they have to want it to yeah like yeah. we're open to it but they just they don't want it yeah i know grandma's always like um my grandkids don't love me because like they don't come to see they don't call me and stuff it's just like we're adults now mm-hmm. like we we're busy and don't i think to call all the time mm-hmm. and then i don't do it in that moment when i'm thinking about it and then something else happens i'm like oh i gotta go run and do this thing i gotta go run and do that thing and then the day is gone. Mm-hmm. It happens every single day. I'm, right. I do want to be more intentional, but yeah, she'd be upset with us because we all call her. That's because, yeah, it's just her feelings hurting. She's probably used to seeing y'all mm-hmm. to have you guys every weekend. Yeah. And now that, oh, y'all too grown to hang out with your grandma, like, oh, I'm only going to be here for a couple more years kind of thing, yeah. trying to guilt trip you yep. Yep. kind of thing. So I, mean, I, I just find impressed that you still have a grandmother or a an older figure in your mm-hmm. life who wants to be a part of your life. Because yeah. I have one, but she don't want to be part of my life. Yeah, because this is my last grandparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my dad's um, biological father is gone. Um, I think his the man that raised him, Sylvester, he's still alive, I think. But he's also in Kentucky. I've never met him. My dad's mom has passed away. She died in 2015. My grandfather uh, on my mom's side died last year. And so, yeah, this is my last grandparent that I actually know mm-hmm. at the very least. Yeah, and this is the grandparent I've known my whole life because she's always been there. She didn't live elsewhere. Like, she was in L.A. rooted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is my last grandparent. So, mm-hmm. I, I kind of got to make the most of it. Yeah, because when she's gone, she's gone. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> that that sad. Yeah, I might have just uh, had a realization. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm gonna start calling more often. <laughs> and the thing is, I would go over more often, but she lives so goddamn far, and it's not far. Like, but I'm in Compton, and she's in like damn near Pasadena. Mm-hmm. That's a drive on the freeway. That's the, was, and that's the, what the one ten. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah, that's that's a ways. Ain't nobody trying to make that trip on a regular basis. But your parents did all the time. That's why, because she's still literally in the house, y'all essentially grew up in mm-hmm. yeah. like the house on 120th was her house basically it was her Ramona's mm-hmm. and then she moved up there and yeah that's where it's always been mm-hmm. yeah and so birthday parties and stuff y'all would try to yeah there. that was the pl- that like and that was the house it would be at yeah mm-hmm. it would really be there at Mrs. Alfred's mm-hmm. yeah because those houses were big enough to really house everybody mm-hmm. comfortably yeah yeah and that's what nice. I want my home to be like like, I want to be able to have the Mecca home. Like everybody just mm-hmm. comes to Auntie Candace's house or Grandma Candace or whatever I want to be called. Yeah. And just be able to, like, we're going to have food, we're going to play music, we're going to dance, we're going to laugh. That's what mm-hmm. I miss. I miss having that. So when you going to plan the... the uh, what am I planning for? What am I planning for? You got it. When you going to plan the block party? You know, it's our generation that got to do it now. Oh, yeah. I was talking about this with my with my younger sisters. And we it's us who have to start doing family reunions and stuff. Because mm-hmm. she has saw us, somebody posted on social media that they, this is how birthday parties are going to be for us. Mm-hmm. And so they had a 90s themed birthday party at a park and people dressing in the 90s. I'm, I'm like, here for I'm it. That'd be a fun family reunion. Yeah. Hilarious. Well, I, it ain't even got to be a birthday party. Let's just have a 90s themed party in general. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. So my cousins, because my mom, since we, she had us so late, my first cousins are in their 50s. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's, so it'd be really cool. Like, just have them and now they have grandkids. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's crazy. My first cousins have grandchildren like that's low-key like kind of how it is for us like Mm -hmm. everybody was kind of older like out here when they had their children for the most part um but then we go back like all of my cousins are like in their 40s and 50s and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and like i don't and you know for us we don't really call each other like aunt and cousin which is dd you know, y'all Renee. Because yeah. my mama's first cousins, I call them auntie and uncle. And, yep. Y'all mm-hmm. don't. Your own actual auntie, you don't call auntie. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mimi and Riri, that's it. Like, yo, no, I'm talking about your mother's sister. You oh, call. my name is Ramona. <laughs> and I told you, Manuel got mad at me. Mm-hmm. Because he felt like I was being disrespectful because I didn't call him Uncle Manuel. I just called him by his name. And I was like, is that not your name? But also, at a certain point, you have to realize I'm an adult now, too. But that's still his title. Like, his relational... Yeah. And that's not going to change. But at a certain point, like, come on. <laughs> come on. Because I don't think I've ever called Ramona, like, Auntie Moni for real. Well, no, When I was younger, it was Auntie Moni, but I've never called her just, like, Auntie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Auntie Moni, and then it was just Moni. Yeah. No, I'm a full grown on person and out of respect from as a child, my mom's cousins, it was auntie except my cousin Tyrone, because he that 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 cousin, that cousin. Yep. And that's like, oh, that's cousin Tyrone. Mm-hmm. But we we don't call him just Tyrone, it's cousin Tyrone. And I think cause you were saying that um Kristen calls um everybody like Miss Elise. Mm-hmm. Like she's always just called me by my name. 
But then also, I don't, because she's my cousin technically, but I think of her as my niece because she's mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. So in my head, like, I'm talking about, yeah, my niece Kristen. I was like, no, sorry, my cousin Kristen. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's my younger cousin, so you know. And they're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's interesting how that works out. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, what did she call me? Jay. Right, like, she doesn't have, like, anything in front of that. Mm-hmm. But now you made it a little complicated because no one knows what to call you but Jay. Hey, that's fine by me. Okay. Just call me by my name. <laughs> call me by my name. Because, yeah, because even, even, like, yeah, you're talking about familiar relationships because, yeah, we're all learning mm-hmm. Jay's pronouns and stuff. And so even in conversation, you're like, oh, they did this and they did that. But, like, how many people over there? Yeah. How, who are you all talking about? I was talking about Jay or, you know, your actual name because mm-hmm. that's what they are so he's calling you. So we have to go through this level. Like, yeah. this is, yes, this is how y'all know them, but they all, this, this, you know, they mm. them. Even you get confused sometimes. I do. Sometimes I still say she. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because sometimes when I'm talking about myself in the past, mm-hmm. it was she. No, but it's not even just the she part. I'm sorry. We say they, them. And you're like, who? Who? Oh, they're talking about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I tell people, honestly, just in the, where you would put the pronoun, just say J. Yeah, J. So it's more, so I know specifically you're talking about me, because sometimes you could be talking about me, and sometimes you could actually be talking about a group of people that Mm -hmm. have nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah? I ain't nobody talking to you. (laughs) So it's easiest to just say J in all places where you would put the pronoun. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to use the pronoun, it would be they, them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's, an interesting situation. It's not complicated, though. I, I find it easier just say yeah yeah most people do because because when you look at me you see she so when you're thinking in the terms of pronouns because you flip-flop sometimes well there you go (laughs) and that's why because like i i feel neither masculine nor feminine i just feel like a lot of both Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah but honestly if like i would prefer to be called sir than ma'am Mm. so yeah there's that thing mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's interesting yeah. yeah very interesting yeah yeah so you have anything else to discuss about our familiar relationship i don't think so i think that's it for us and that's the end of this series Ooh, relationship series is wrap. we concluded it yes. yes i feel like we've been on this for so long and because was, we do every two weeks and it was impromptu because our, our segment was just supposed to be about relationships and, and we, we had bill do. of points yeah like, this is gonna take too long because uh-huh. already these relationship episodes have been like two hours which is longer than the millennial hour <laughs> so but honestly i don't think any of our episodes have actually been an hour mm-hmm. but you know, people listen and we like it. We just, we be a little long-winded sometimes. We need like a producer to be like, hey, y'all, mm-hmm. back on track, rub it in. Mm-hmm. Then editing, I do, y'all don't understand how much I edit out because it'd be so many hijinks and us just, words be hard, man. Mm-hmm. Like some get left in, but sometimes I'll be like, cut that whole stutter out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, sometimes it'd be a smooth edit. Other times it's like, you definitely just cut something out of there. Uh-huh, and then how random moments like, oh, that's definitely a cat. I'm like, what was I talking yeah. about? Yeah. I was because for a second I thought it was a raccoon. I was like, "That's real bold." It's mm-hmm. in the middle of the day, and a raccoon is all right, whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think we're good. I think that is the end of the episode. Yes. All right, everyone, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and tell a friend. 
We appreciate honest feedback and constructive criticism. If you have any questions or want to contact us, you can DM us on our Instagram at the Millennial Hour Podcast or email us at the Millennial Hour Podcast at gmail.com. Our, indi- blah, 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 blah. Yep. our individual Instagrams are Candace underscore Sherelle and Falk J. Bye. Bye.